Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the luck of the draw. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on Luck of the Draw, the party were preparing for a long rest in Mirefall. During another day of downtime, characters completed many individual tasks. Ezrin picked up his magic sword and summoned a magic horse. Graffiti completed shopping. Nyx and Finn did research. And Zeno had a bard battle with his new friend, Rumble. Of note, Finn found a potential lead to a new monastery on the island of Dorenthia, and Graffiti bought a number of maps. In addition, Nyx used her Sending Stone to contact Onus, receiving a reply from him, while Graffiti used Sending to contact Peric, whose fate was confirmed. During the morning of their departure, Finn drew a card from the group's magic deck and became ethereal. After brief shenanigans and trying to break into the mage's tower without success, they began to prepare to leave. Moving to the livery, they purchased new horses, saying goodbye to Wind and Blackie, and set out. During this time, it was discovered that Ezrin's horse, who had named himself Starflame, could speak out loud. After a series of debates, the party decided to head west towards the capital city, Dusa, and setting off out of the city. That is where we pick up. And we have approximately three or four days of travel to Baywood. You are just on the outskirts of Mirefall, the city disappearing behind you in the distance. Luck of the draw, what would you like to do? Graffiti's going to lean over and talk to his horse. <laughs> He's going to say, uh, excuse me, my friend, do you have a name? Does he give me any response? The horse just continues to trot. It's kind of... You get this semblance of a shoulder shrug. Okay. Because <laughs> you, you can't get actual responses, but... Yeah, I know. <clears throat> okay. So, you are Daybreak. Nice to meet you. I am Graffiti. Okay, let's go. Were you expecting a response, Graffiti? Not everybody's as special as Starflame, and I kind of nuzzle him on the back of the head a little bit. Yes, I am quite special. Don't listen to him, Daybreak. You are special, too. Pass him on the head. Ezrin is grinning ear to ear. Ezrin, you hear a soft, he most certainly is not special. (laughs) Is Finn riding, like, behind uh, Ezrin or in front of him like he's carrying a child? I imagine he's behind me. <clears throat> yeah, on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Finn's very territorial. <laughs> so, uh, why did you guys choose to head west then? You mean we? Well, I know my reasons for choosing west, but. 
It was a vote. Graffiti shrugs. I think it was a bit of a longer distance, actually a lot longer of a distance, so prefer to get stuff done here while we're here. It makes sense. What did you choose? I forget. Me? No, see, oh, right, you were afraid of going home, so you chose West, right? Right. I didn't think it was that hard to figure out. I believe everybody decided West except for Finn. So what reason do you have for going West, Ezrin? None at all. I'm just along for the ride. It sounded like Dusa was a better lead than wandering for months in the opposite direction to find that what we're looking for is no longer there. Have any of you been to a city as uh, large as Dusa? Not me. Nope. The size of the city alone has me intrigued. Nix, you seem awful quiet. <laughs> I suppose we can talk about it now. Um, as I told you all, I used the Sending Stone this morning. And how'd that go? Well, it's definitely him. I admit I was uh, a bit selfish wanting to come west. When I spoke to him, I, I hoped to, to do it in a way that would perhaps entice him out of where, wherever he's hiding, make him come and try and find me himself, but uh, I don't think I was successful in that. I knew it was a bit of a long shot anyway, but he said that he is waiting for Rose and I to come back to him. Back in Preet. <laughs> the thing is, I, I know he's not that stupid. He knows that I would never just bring Rose back to him. Well, he's, this man sounds like many things, but one we can agree on is not stupid, so... Yeah. Any idea of what his plans might be? None, unfortunately. I don't know. I can't expect that he will just wait for me to waltz back there. And she, uh... Definitely... Looks like she's searching for the right words. I, uh... I'm not sure now that I have... Have instigated this, how... How active he will be to try and bring me back. 
And I don't know how dangerous that's going to be for all of you. So I would like to extend to you all again, just that you don't need to be a part of this. This is about me, it's not about you. Uh, nonsense, Nyx. As long as we're together. We've already approached a dragon, so... Yes. May as well do this together, too. I think we'll be fine. I just... I would hate if anything happened to any of you because of me. Nyx told us about the uh, assassination attempt on her, right? Back in Updale. Did that assassin have any particular markings or look to him that would give him away if we saw another one? What, was there anything, Josh, not that I can remember off the top of my head? Not particularly. You didn't find any sigils or brands that would align him to a specific group. The only way I could really tell where he had come from was the note that I found. So in that respect, I don't know uh, what we want to do next. We can continue on to do so, do a research for Finn, see if we can find more about the monasteries, and maybe while we're doing that, we can do some research on the Seekers and, and see if we can find any more information. And trust nobody. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> if we, for whatever reason, decide to go to Crete and confront him head on, that also is a very long journey. And unfortunately, exactly opposite the direction that we need to go for Finn. There's many directions I so we'll find probably a monastery in Preet too hmm. perhaps have yeah. you heard of one there I don't know I just imagine there's one pretty much everywhere <laughs> uh, Josh have I heard of any monasteries in Preet make a history check 21 Based on your journey south and where you were in Doomstone, you know of groups that would resemble monasteries, but none that would sound like what Finn is looking for. Okay. Finn, I know you've told us a little bit about, about your mission and what you're doing here, but would you go over it again for me? Unfortunately, I, I don't know much, just that um, a long time ago there was a council uh, where the leaders of the monasteries met, and uh, there seemed to be some falling out, but I'm not quite sure what it was. Um, and as I was leaving, my, my master just asked if I could find the leaders and see if I can convince them to meet one more time. He wasn't able to say, which makes my task so much difficult, what that reason is, just that it was 
of great importance to get them all together again. Hmm. Did you convince uh, the one in Terrari? Uh, yes, we did. Uh, that was a reward, I guess, for going to the dragon mm-hmm. and convincing him to leave. Is there a specific meeting place, or is everyone just going to your monastery? I believe uh, they know where to meet. I ah. think it's where they've met previously in the past. Gotcha. Wasn't it you that was accusing people of keeping secrets? Not that I'm saying you are, but it seems like your people keep a great deal of secrets from each other. Uh, yes, they do, but you don't question <laughs> your master, where I come from. <laughs> and not that I don't respect all of you, but I don't consider any of you on the same level as him. Ouch. Oh, we'll get there one day, Finn. (laughs) Not sure then. I mean, if this is high stakes, I mean, we can we can certainly focus on on what Finn needs to do. I, I mean, I recognize that that this problem mostly just affects me and Rose so if there are others, if there's a more pressing need then I'm then I'm alright with that I also think strategically speaking, let them come to us is the better option, rushing in there without knowing what we're walking into could end very badly I can use the stone once a day I've considered Maybe continuing to contact him, see if I can't try and draw him out. I do think between what he's said and and what we understand about the situation, I, I don't think he knows where Rose is. And as long as he doesn't know that, we hold the cards. You could always tell him to meet you at a certain location, but not actually go there. Just waste his time. Mm-hmm. Send him in the opposite direction of where we were going. Or we could meet them there. But something tells me Illness would not actually come himself. I severely doubt it. Also think any information we give him is going to be a hint. Whether or not it's a lie, we'll be able to see through it. Mm-hmm. Does the stone work both ways? Yes. Hmm. So he may reach out to you one day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think we should let that message sit for a little bit, Nix. I mean, if you have to talk shit, I'm not going to stop you, but... <clears throat> Let's see if he reaches out to us. and see if your instigation took hold. In the meantime, we should be fairly vigilant. Uh, I mean, it's hard to know for sure how vigilant to be, but <laughs> I suppose the welcome to my world of thinking everyone you meet is a part of the Seekers. 
What do they want, anyway? I know who they want, but why? From what I understand, he... He wanted to... Experiment with my magic, I guess? He... He tried all sorts of things. I, I don't know if there was a specific purpose that he was working toward, just trying to make it stronger or transfer it to other people or just I, I don't even know there were so many tests I don't know uh, with my silent speech I speak telepathically to Ezrin uh, you can't respond you can just hear what I'm saying um, did you bring up Nix's or your vision that included Nix to her yet <clears throat> He's kind of shaking his head no. Again, with the uh, sound speech. Uh, maybe you should. Question mark? <laughs> Upward inflection at the end to indicate a question? Question <laughs> <laughs> mark? <laughs> he kind of turns around and gives you a look like. Well, in the meantime, let's continue heading towards Baywood. Has anyone been there? Not I. Uncharted territory for everyone. Hopefully, at the very least, the uh, the library there can give us a little bit more insight into both problems. I'll I'll turn to Graffiti and say, "Would you just?" Double check with Rose, maybe with the stewards specifically. Just make sure that everything has been normal, that there's no one been out of the ordinary around. Um, I probably shouldn't today. I only have one opportunity to cast that left, but I certainly can tomorrow night, maybe. Unless you think it's urgent. Not necessarily. Just you know, confirm that he doesn't know where she is. I mean, maybe at least if you want to before we rest tonight. Sure. Could do that. Is there anything else anyone would like to do before we get to the end of the day? Uh. No. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I will ask, are we traveling at a normal pace, a slow pace, or a fast pace? Probably normal. I imagine yeah. Ezrin and uh, Starflame are still speeding, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was only about a hundred yards of a gallop, and then he slowed down to a, a slow trot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was going to open this baby up and see what she can do, but if the rest of the party's hanging back, I'll stick with them. She. Sorry, sorry, Starflame. Whoa. Force I have it. Gives you a little bit of a of a jerk on his back. Whoa, careful! You might throw Finn off. Great, another animal with a sex problem. How much horse baby? How much horsepower does baby got? I think something around. <laughs> well, I guess it's one. <laughs> one. <laughs> one. <laughs> Let's see. You're on you're on a road, so you don't need a survival check to make your way there. 
a normal pace, like I said, will take you two between three and four days, depending on weather. Someone please go ahead and make a perception check for me to keep a lookout. I will do that. Uh, can I join him also? Because I am specifically looking for people that are following us. You very much can. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> Nix is trying. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to guide her horse and look behind at the same time, and it's you get a crick in your neck after a little while. <laughs> uh, but Graffiti is doing a pretty good job of keeping his head on a swivel. Uh, continuing along the road for the rest of the day, you occasionally pass a merchant, caravans, fellow travelers. No one really that seems to stick out, but you are traveling along the road. And eventually, night does come. Are we looking to camp? Are we? What are we looking to do here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's camp. Are we just camping right off the road, or what's the plan? Yeah, it should be fine. This is like a main road between two cities, right? Or two towns, I guess. Yes. This road will eventually lead you to do so. So it is technically between a city and a town and two cities. Gotcha. Yeah. Night quickly falls as you gather up your things. Are we making a fire? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anything anyone would like to do on the first night? Uh, Graffiti's going to be just sitting off uh, against a tree, drawing in his new journal. There you go. Okay. I will, I don't think we did it in game, but I will bring the quarterstaff I've been working on over to Nyx and ask her about, did we do this in game? I don't remember. No, it was not. We, we talked about it post-game last time, but yeah. I'll tell him about uh, how it is definitely a kind of wood that is good for holding an enchantment. Uh, tell him about um, the enchantment that is possible on it and what it does um, and how long it would take to do so. Um, yeah. Also tell him that it's possible that I could do that, but it would require quite a bit of time for me to be able to do so. Yeah, and and to be a little bit more specific, um, the what we discussed last last time would be like the very basic, simple enchantment. If you wanted to potentially do more with it, you could take it to someone who is perhaps more skilled in crafting magical items. Um, but it would cost more, and it would take a lot more time. So there's kind of your trade-off there, Finn. Uh, if uh, she was able to successfully craft the item, you would uh, just holding the quarterstaff, you would have advantage on charm effects against you. That was the basic enchantment. 
But if you wanted to do something a little bit more intense or flashy, sort of like Ezrin did, you would need to go to someone who has a little bit more skill and is, you know, trained in those things. Like Canover? <laughs> that certainly could be a possibility. Hmm. It sounds like we have a reason to go back to Myrfall. Well, no, he's in Dusa. It was a joke, Finn. I didn't get it. Okay. Is everyone going to sleep for the first night? Well, I'll, I'll stay up a little bit and continue to work on carving it. Okay. We would want our typical two people on watch, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, whoever is staying up with Finn, go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, Finn, go ahead and make a woodcarver's check. I'll stay up with Finn. Okay. Uh, as I recall, you were somewhere between a half and two-thirds done with the staff. So depending on this roll, you very well could get it done uh, this tonight. Uh, yeah, I was halfway with the first roll. Um, which attribute? Uh, Dex. Natural 20. <laughs> uh, yeah. With uh, a skill and ease, Zeno, you are actually entranced by what Finn is doing. And when he's finished, this is the most pristine-looking quarterstaff you've ever seen. It's just raw wood. It's not stained. It doesn't look pretty at the moment. Um, but it is incredibly well balanced. There are no nicks. There are no cracks. It is exquisite. Wow, maybe I should hire you to make me a bow next time we find some wood. <laughs> um, I have been... Uh training a while uh, another thing I picked up at the monastery uh, is wood carving so yeah I'm, I'm more than happy to it uh, calms me down it's, it's sort of a meditation for me nice uh, by the way I just wanted to kind of say sorry for uh, you know diverting us in this direction I mean it's partially my fault for the boat but Oh, no, like I said earlier, I, there's many places I have to go. Um, I'm sure I'm eager to research in, in the Dusa Library, see if we can find any more, maybe one closer, and just see where, where everything takes us. I'll definitely help you with that research, too. So what about you? Uh, why is it that you are so hesitant to go back towards your home? Well, uh, I've told Ezrin a bit about it already, but I have a past with that Scourgeless group, actually. The, uh, the bandits, or what were they? A thieves' guild. Ah. Basically bandits, I guess. 
unlike the uh the man who escaped I wasn't there by choice though so sort of left when I could what do you mean you weren't there by choice you were forced into it you were a slave sort of yeah Are they looking for you? Could be, especially now that uh, that guy escaped. Probably telling them. How many? Um, how many people are in this group that you know of? Is it a massive, or are they in every town, or is it just localized? To hear. Well, they seem to be trying to expand. Trying to get to Meyerfall, but. So, they must be. Pretty big group. Do you think we root them out of Meyerfall, or do you think they will return? I don't think they're the type to give up very easily. They might try to go back bide their time and prepare better. So, is your plan to stop them or just to avoid them? I know I had hoped I could just avoid them for the rest of my life, honestly. But maybe with you know, surrounded by all these righteous people. They'll kind of look toward Ezrin. <laughs> Maybe I should try to stop them. Well, I know we'd all certainly help you out with that if it came to it. Thanks. That's it for me, unless you have any other questions. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> Eventually, as the moon and stars pass overhead, your watch does come to a close. Who do you wake up for the next watch? I mean, graffiti. You said you uh, wanted to cast sending to Rose, or who was it? Well, probably uh, to get a better idea of how things have been going, either either one of the stewards. Uh, your choice. Well, it is the middle of the night. We probably don't want to do that right now. Oh. But maybe uh, in the morning after the watch is over? Trying to decide which would be a better choice. (laughs) 
How late is it right? Oh, it's like over midnight right now, I assume. Yeah, it, it's like one or two in the morning. Yeah, they would be sleeping for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it is up to you. Um, if we use it in the morning, that lessens my ability for the day, but I wouldn't want to wake them up in the middle of the night either. Yeah. Hearing a voice in your head for the first time is probably startling. <laughs> Yeah. Rose seemed to handle it pretty well, though. Good. Probably more willing to uh, accept that as a child, though. I think uh, let's let's contact Nicholas. He would probably be the most vigilant, looking for anyone that uh, okay. is not familiar. Then, do you want to do that now, or wait till morning? Let's wait till morning. I don't want to wake him in the middle of the night. Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to send Willow up to keep an eye on everything for us. Okay. Since she's kind of designed that way. (laughs) And Graffiti will, like, go quiet for a bit. And then... uh, kind of like casually move over closer to you <laughs> slowly inch by inch and it'll be like so um <clears throat> what is your favorite color oh. uh hmm. I definitely like red but I also am very fond of purple it's good color. Good, powerful color, yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, the new clothes, by the way. Thank you. What made you decide to uh, make that change? Uh, well, uh, you know, I've had the old ones for a long time, and they were starting to get pretty raggedy. It's not something that I typically do for myself. That's fair. How's the uh, tattoo? Good. Yeah. Seems to have uh, have healed well. Good, good. You know, I've been meaning to ask you something. Um, I don't... I apologize for bringing this up. I, I don't remember... Um, very well. The first time you told us all about Onus and the facility and everything, um, you didn't mention, at least that I can remember, anything before the facility. Were you born there? Um, I don't really know. I mean, we've we've talked about it a little bit, but I have, I think, vague memories about parents but it's like I don't know almost like a like a dream that just slips away after you're trying to remember it but I mean the pictures aren't very clear I if I don't know if I was brought to this facility the most concrete memories I have of 
of my early childhood is in the facility. So you do not know who your parents are then? No. I'm sorry. I think about it occasionally, but not very often. I mean, <laughs> there's no one to really remember or miss, you know? Mm. Sometimes wonder who they were or where they came from, what they used to do, if they're even still alive. There's no real way for me to find out. Well, I suppose, in a way, we are both orphans. Indeed. He scooches over again. Um, I should probably get this out of the way. The other night, when when you kissed me, I didn't know what to think. I figured I would give it a few days to, you know, jumble around in my brain a little bit. I, um... Kind of just sighs for a second. I'm trying to find the words to explain this. Um, everybody in my life up to this point is gone. My parents are gone. Parrot died when I was very young. My own people cast me out. And then Nasia died only a few months ago. I have nobody. You five, or us five. It is not something I am used to. Definitely understand that. And I never gave uh, certainly anything more than friends, even a passing glance. Because of that past, everybody I've ever known is gone. But the more I think about it, the more I, I don't think you or even Ezrin understand why I want to get home so badly. I do not belong here. I do not belong with anybody beyond my kind. I don't. I'm I'm trying to find a way to, to say this without sounding awful, I suppose. Right now, I'm trying to do everything I can to gain enough power to bring Peric back. And to get home to my own kind. 
but there's one thing I know, no matter how powerful I get, I won't be able to prevent from happening. I'm a furbog. I will outlive all of you by centuries. So I can I can protect you as much as I can. But no matter how powerful I become, it is inevitable that I will lose you. There's nothing I can do to stop that. Just like Nasia. I... He just sighs again. He's staring up a little bit at this point. You four... And myself have been through so much in such a short period of time. But I know that it will not last. It is impossible. You all will live, what, just into your second century. I will be here three more beyond that. God willing, of course. To go through everything that we will go through between now and then, and then have to spend another three centuries without you. It's only been a couple of months since I lost Nasia, and I still can't get over it. I, I, I do not how I do not know how to deal with centuries of time passing without the people that I've cared more about than anyone I've ever cared about. That's why I have to get home to my own people so that I can spend an actual full furbog life and not several human-like lives. None of this has anything to do with how I feel about any one of you. Especially you. I just don't know how to... I don't know how to... confront that... I don't know how to deal with that beyond hiding from it, you know? I mean, I can't necessarily give you an answer for that. I know. All I know is that my life has been about survival from day to day. Tomorrow is not promised at any given time. And I've never looked at the future. But when I am around you, I feel
feel hopeful about it for the first time. I don't know what is in store. And I can't, I can't ask you to, to hold on through whatever pain might come. I know that I specifically am very much an unanswered question. And I can't expect anyone to be a part of that but myself. It has nothing to do with that, Nix. Nothing. Nothing at all. You are a strong individual who inspires me every day. Just like Rose. <laughs> but... But to your point, even if, if we survive through all of this, I mean, it's always going to be an unanswered question. We're never promised tomorrow. All I know is that with you, I feel safe and hopeful in a way that I never have in my life. And I won't ask you to to change your thoughts or your or your plans for the future. But if you're willing, I would like to see where this goes. He kind of just uh, stares at the ground, feeling his forehead, like. He's struggling with himself, basically. I don't... Takes a deep breath. And he just gives you a big hug. She doesn't say anything more. Neither does he. He just sits there with you. Rest of the watch passes in relative silence until the sun slowly begins to peak over the distant mountains. And everyone has gained the benefits of a long rest. Ah, uh, good morning, Starflame. How did you sleep? It was a most excellent snooze. I agree. It's good to be on the road again. How about the rest of you? Good. Good. Good morning. Maybe we should sleep in a little bit. I'll go look for food. Okay. Uh, make a survival check. 17. Okay. Uh, I'll, with a 17, I'll say you gather, you gather two rations worth of food. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll give one to Nix and I'll keep one. Okay. 
so just to keep it a little bit simpler, let's go ahead and always mark off rations at the beginning of the day. So let's go ahead and mark off a ration for today, for those of you that need to. I'd go to Nyx and ask for one in the back folding. Din. Din. <laughs> hey Nyx, before we get on the road, I'd like to talk to you about something in private, if you don't mind. Sure. Why you gotta speak in private? Don't you worry about it, nosy little Zeno. You wanted to go to sleep ten seconds ago. And now you're trying to keep secrets. I think Finn and I have spoken up that we don't like secrets anymore. He, he like rolls his eyes intently, glances at Nyx, and just starts walking away. <laughs> Hello. I'm gonna uh, give Finn a look and, and then start sneaking off to follow them. <laughs> Uh, how are you going to sneak off and follow them? Uh, I'll walk to, like, to the left into the, into the brush. You're in an open plain right now? There isn't really uh, that much cover. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> then... Are you trying to follow us, Zeno? Come on. <laughs> He's like bear crawling on the ground. He'll <laughs> 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 just sit down, cross his legs and, <laughs> and arms. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> when we get out of earshot, um, uh, so next, I you remember that dream I had a few days ago? Mm-hmm. There were a few parts of it that I chose not to mention to the party as a whole, and I'd appreciate you keeping them to yourself, if possible. I can do that. So, to go over the first three, there was the shipwreck, the library, and then a little boy mm -hmm. sprinting around a farmland, running from a chicken. <laughs> um, in addition to that, I, I saw visions of um, you and Zeno. Um, Zeno, the reason I told you not to tell anybody, I mean, you can tell people about what I saw about you, I don't mind, but I'd prefer Zeno did not hear about this. He was older, and he was sitting on a throne, and he had a large golden scepter. I don't know what this means. Hmm. And then the vision of you, you were carrying Rose. Um, she seemed to be much, much younger. And you were a lot older than you are now. Um, other way around. Other way around. Nyx was oh. her current age. But, but Rose was basically like a teenager. Gotcha. But, but... You noticed that Nyx was not having any trouble carrying her as if she were still a young child. Hmm. Yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to make sure. <laughs> hmm. I mean, it's... In 
interesting for sure. I'm not sure what that would mean or, I mean, at the heart of it, it could just be a dream. Yes, that was my first thought, but since it involved you and all that, I figured you had the right to know. Xeno, on the other hand. <laughs> hmm. Uh, what was, what were their expressions like in the dream, Josh? We're happy, smiling, laughing. I mean, for the record, I hope that maybe it was a vision of the future. I think I wish Zeno all the luck in the world, and, and you seemed happy, so... We'll see what happens, though. Yeah. Please, keep it to yourself. I, I will. Um, be be nice if that were our future. Until uh, until all of this business with Onus is taken care of. I'm not sure she or I have much hope of the future. Yes, as I said, she seemed to be a teenager, so we have quite many years. We'll we'll take care of Onus in due time, Nix. Don't you worry about that. And go back to the group. Unless he says anything else, yeah. <laughs> we'll head back. Okay. Is there anything else anyone wants to do before we set out? Yeah, I'll uh, go up to next and say morning. <laughs> morning. Uh, you still wanted to reach out to Nicholas? Yes. Okay. Did you have any idea what I should ask him in particular? Mostly just, you know, check in, make sure everyone's all right. Ask if there's been anyone out of place around the farm or around town. Things like that. Just, you know, make sure that every, everything's okay. Okay. Uh... You know what? I'm gonna wing it. Fuck it. <laughs> I was gonna write it down, but screw it. Uh, so I'll cast sending. All right. What do you say? Hello, Nicholas. This is Graffiti with Nix. Checking in. Is everything okay? Have you seen any strange? folk around lately is rose doing well i think that was 24. yeah Woo. but i counted you okay uh, getting good at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh you you get you get a response whoa this is weird <laughs> uh, i forgot about his voice <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool isn't it Everything's fine here. Um, hasn't been any any strange folk. We've been, I've actually mobilized the town to keep a watch out, and I haven't really noticed anything that's been. <laughs> and she cuts off. <laughs> I have no idea how close that was to twenty five, but we're gonna say that was it, it was, it was a little over. <laughs> it was a little over, I think. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think he knows how the sending spell works, but uh, <laughs> everything sounds okay. He, he said everything's normal. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Of course, anytime. Okay, everyone. Shall we get going? Get all, get all ready. All right. Oh, I'll use the Pearl of Power just to get out of the way. Okay. You all saddle up. Get your things. Saddle up. Head on out for day two. For for this day, who would like to keep a lookout? I can do that again. Actually, I can get Willow too. So she's got advantage on it. So why not? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Eleven. <clears throat> uh, you you instruct Willow to fly high, high, high up into the sky and take a bird's eye look at what's around you. Um, and she takes it a little too literally and goes so what high up in the sky that she can't really uh, make out too much. But <sighs> Willow seems to be okay. <laughs> okay. When she gets back, I'll just be like, not that high. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Learn to control your animals, Graffiti. Onward, Starflame! <laughs> Jesus. Alright, as you all set off, the morning goes by without too much of an issue. Day, The midday comes, you take a small break. Rest yourselves, eat some food, continue onward. Uh, someone go ahead and roll a d20 for me, please. Who? Anybody. Who? I'll let someone else do it. I've been rolling a lot. <laughs> Five. Yes, it is. Okay. Great start. <laughs> So you all are just trotting along the road, easy as can be. Uh, graffiti, in one of your random uh, spots when you go into Willow and have her look around, um, mm -hmm. you do see a few figures off in the distance, probably about 200 or so yards away from you. They seem to be on the road as, as, uh, on the road as well. Like we say, in like five people, just a handful. It looks to be between five and ten. You can't tell exactly. Heads up, everybody! There's a group of people on the road ahead. Can't really make out much detail, but uh, seems to be several of them. Kind of place myself toward the back of the group. Well, keep in mind that you've been passing people fairly regularly on your trip so and she's probably done the same thing anytime somebody has said that so <laughs> mm. makes sense okay um graffiti would send willow ahead as far as she can go within uh within the 100 feet uh to see if he can make out who it is the closer we get okay 
the the hundred feet won't improve your visibility too much until you get a lot closer. Yeah. But you all continue to get close, and as you do get closer and closer to this group of individuals, um, you do become to become ugh, come to realize, if I could speak, um, that this group of people does look as though they are standing on the road. Like blocking the road. You can't tell from this distance, but as opposed to everybody else who has been moving towards you or past you on the road, they seem to be stationary. I assume we all see this at this point. Yes, graffiti has pointed it out. Well, hopefully this won't come in handy, but just in case. Um, and then I'm going to cast aid on myself, Zeno, and Nyx. That's five extra, right? Could try to ride around them. Yeah, five extra HP. For eight hours. Woo! Nice. nice. Okay. Uh, as, as you get closer, uh, I will say that graffiti through Willow's eyes, um, you do see what appears to be six people. Uh, they have um, very rough facial features. Most of them are standing between somewhere between six, or I would say five to six and a half feet tall. Um, red skin, pointed ears kind of reddish gaunt eyes and they look to be wearing armor mm. I relay that info to everybody hmm. do you remember how many people it was when we got robbed before or whatever the hell they did to us I don't even know how to describe it it was five, it was five yeah maybe they're grown in numbers <laughs> I don't think they were red like that though Yes, but who knows, if they disguise themselves as us, they probably wouldn't pick the same form twice. I'd say they're about 50 yards away at this point. Let's just approach cautiously. Maybe they're, uh... I can't imagine they're waiting to ambush anybody standing in the middle of the road. Maybe they're just taking a break? Yeah, with our luck. Yes, let's approach gently. Isn't that right, Starflame? If these are evildoers, I shall shirt, I shall certainly make quick work of them. Hmm. Ha, I fucking love this horse. <laughs> does the horse last forever, or does it disappear eventually? It lasts until it drops to zero hit points, and then he can re-summon it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a familiar. <laughs> it, it, yep. It's a second level familiar, basically, yeah. Wow. Cool. Just just in case, I'm gonna cast Mage Armor. I kind of fall back, like, in line with the group. Um, I know Nyx usually does the talking, but judging by the look on her face, I think I'll take this one. Um, uh, either Xeno or Fim want to back me up? I'm with you. Kind of meme Finn will take the point. Oh, I totally forgot Finn was on the same horse. 
Okay. Uh, so as you approach, uh, standing on the, on the road, which is probably a good 20 to 30 feet wide, and flanking outside around it, um, you all see um, a group of creatures which you have encountered before. These are hobgoblins. And there does seem to be one who is rather uh, more buff and taller than the rest, standing in front closest to you. And as you approach, she just simply holds up a hand. Um, yes? Hello, travelers! Graffiti waves. Hello, roadblockers! Yes, that is what we are, I suppose. There's a fine day for traveling. Ah, yes, it is, isn't it? Been off the road for a while. Enjoying it. Yes, yes. We, uh, we've been enjoying it ourselves, for the most part, that is. Well, can we help you? Uh, you most certainly can. Uh, it, uh, seems that a group of, uh, wandering orcs came in the night and stole most of our gear and supplies. You wouldn't happen to have anything, uh, you could spare, could you? Uh, no, I'm sorry. We're rather worse for wear ourselves. Um, can I inflate check? Yes, you can, Finn. Can I assist him? I am proficient in that one. Oh my <laughs> god, it net one to a net 20. <laughs> you freaking kidding me. <laughs> Finn, you, as, as you're looking at him, uh, Starflame actually kind of rears a little bit and kind of kind of paws at the ground, and it throws you off for a second, but then you're quickly able to focus in. You can tell that the statement he just made does not seem to be truthful. Uh, he, he seems to be um, wanting to shake you down somewhat, but is not immediately jumping to violence. I will use my silent speech to convey that to Ezra. Uh, I, I would say you, you, you get the sense that you might be able to satiate him without resorting to violence if you wished. The natural point. I will say all of that to Ezra telepathically. <laughs> Are there any supplies that you grateful travelers could spare seeing as how you are so mighty equipped and his eyes kind of go over all of your horses and all of your saddlebags um I don't know you know the road is a hard place we we're just out here trying to get by just like you if we give you our supplies and we need them later I would be endangering the party and I kind of turn around what does the party think of that Sure, we can give him some uh, rations. We can always buy more in the next town. Okay, well, my little friend here wants to know what exactly you're asking for. Well, a little bit of everything you can spare if you have it. You know, any armor or weapons, food, gold. His eyes kind of glint, glint on that last one. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, no gold. What are the... This guy here spent all of ours. 
<clears throat> talking about graffiti, surely not me. <laughs> I have one left, and I'll throw a gold at the leader guy. Pick it up. Well, these folks seem to be mighty generous so far, don't you think, boys? There's kind of a general laughter among the rest. Is there anything else? Do you require more gold? I mean, that's a stupid fucking question, isn't it? Oh, I think everybody always requires more gold. Haha, <laughs> yes, I agree with you, my man. Now, if you don't mind, we'll be passing now. So you mean to tell me that all you can spare for us harder and travelers is a meager four gold pieces? That's four gold that you had earlier. Yeah, and as he says that, his voice gets kind of real silent and kind of sweet. What will it take for you to get the fuck out of our way? Looks back at his guys. Looks at you all. 125 gold. 25 for each of us. And we'll let you go. Well, you know what to do, Starflame, and I'm just gonna kinda pat him on the ass and just take off right into the hobgoblins. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're rolling initiative. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping he would say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I rolled a 20, guys! Wow! Wow! wow. I wonder what you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> what? You didn't read my mind, it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, how does uh, Starflame's attack work? Is that just on my uh, turn? Yeah. What? Finn got a 9? What? What is going on with the world? <laughs> Whenever you roll high, I roll low. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> all of the horses go on your own turns so um, if you're controlling a horse so everyone but Finn um, the horse, your horses go on your own initiative and the only actions they can take are dash, disengage, and dodge so just keep that in mind oh, so they can't attack gotcha uh, I, I would say they, they, they could attack as well but that would be your action. So if you wanted the horse to attack instead of you, you could do that. Not to be a rules lawyer here, but what about the uh, trampling charge that the warhorse has? Are we just nixing that for now? Maybe the information I read was wrong. Give me a second. For, for, for this fight, I'll say sure, and then I'll try and figure it out later. Because I don't want to waste too much time. Well, look who's first. Wow. <laughs> Jumping into combat. Well Nix, you are first. As Ezra begins to charge. Yeah, since this never happens. <laughs> um yeah, I I would say that she was probably poised and ready for just in case something went down, and uh I'm gonna drop a nice fireball on him. Alright, where where are you putting it? Um I'm gonna put it Uh th there is the um, the twenty-foot sphere in the mm -hmm. in the DM tools that you can use. Oh, okay, yeah, I I'm gonna put it around this area, and I'm pretty sure I can get all three of the guys on that back row and the front guy. Oh, maybe I can get maybe I can get this guy too if I center it down a little farther. Yeah, that's half. 
be close. I'll say, I'll say, yeah, you can get all four of them. Or all five. Okay, all five. cool. Damn! Okay. Wow. <laughs> so, deck save. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's actually 28, because one of those was a one. All right. Nice. Uh, okay. If they fail, they die. The bat guy. <laughs> uh, see what happens when you throw a fireball not in an enclosed space. Uh, okay. <laughs> deck saves. We'll go from the bottom up. Got four of them. Fail. He's dead. Fail. He's dead. Save. Still alive. Fail. Dead. So three of them are out. He's out. He's out. Jesus. He's out. And here is the captain. Natural 20. Uh -huh. So he takes a quarter damage. <laughs> I don't think he has any other resistances. No. Okay. So that is 16. He takes six. Uh, those those three you guys are just dead. <laughs> Did you say that he was resistant to it? Uh, because he rolled a natural twenty, he took quarter damage. Oh, gotcha. That's gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. Half damage sure. is thirteen. Okay, so that guy did that. That guy's dead. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then, <laughs> as my bonus action, I'm gonna look him right in the eye and say. I'm pretty sure this is not a very good line of work for you. And that'll end my turn. Uh, let's see here. 19 for wild magic. Okay, I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> it is the captain's turn now, and he kind of looks back at you and snarls and turns around to, to, to get his guys and sees that three of them are just charred corpses from the <laughs> explosion of the giant red burning energy. Oh, fuck! Run! And he's going to dash in this direction away. Yeah, so he is, he is off the map. He's off the map. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but it's their turn. It's not their turn yet. So, Zeno, you're up. <laughs> uh... He'll just take out his bow and be like, you better run! And he'll hold his action. If they come toward him, he'll fire. Okay. Ezrin. Is it free for me to dismount? Uh, half, How are half you your movement. Okay. So as the horse, the horse gets 60, right? Uh, if you look, Ezrin, I gave you a character sheet for Starflame. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right there. Okay, so I'm gonna assuming nice. I'm gonna charge forward and use his ability uh, to attack with him. Okay. And this is gonna be plus six, so eleven. Um, you should be able to just click on it, and it should roll it for you. Oh, nice. Very nice. Even worse. <laughs> um, but I do believe you still have to make the uh, strength saving throw or you're knock prone. 
Uh, it, it says it, it has to hit, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. And then it... And then ah, it yeah, I missed that part. And, and I'm guessing I don't have any... Well, I could always attack from horseback, yes, right? Yes, you can. Ah, fucking sweet. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm going to make a longsword attack against him. Okay. Natural 19, 25 total. Uh, yeah, that hits. And that's going to be a smite, just the first level. 13 more damage. Okay, uh, this is the guy who uh, somehow evaded the fireball. And he's just kind of got charred skin all down one arm. His hair is burnt. His chain mail looks all grisly. He kind of looks up at you. And he's ready for you, but you just ride up with Starflame. And he's able to avoid the hooves, but in doing so, walks right into the back of your sword. And you just cut across his back, and he falls. Praying on the weak, innocent filth. And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, graffiti. <laughs> Uh, having not seen the first fireball that Nyx cast, Graffiti will take his turn staring blankly <laughs> at the charred corpses, looking back at Nyx, then looking back at the corpses, then looking back at Nyx, then looking back at the corpses. And that's his turn. Now look at the corpses. Now back to me. Now look at the corpses. Back to me. <laughs> uh, Finn, you are on the back of Starflame. Hold my action to see if they run away. Okay. If he continues to stay in fight, I will attack. All right. Uh, on the hobgoblin's turn, uh, he runs. <laughs> so they are. That's so They weird. are currently running away. I would say that they are from Nixon. Or I'm sorry, from Finn and Ezrin. Uh, the the regular hobgoblin is probably like eighty or so feet, and the captain is probably like sixty feet. Are we letting them run? Nix just briefly considers throwing a ma magic missile after them, and then lets it go. <laughs> All right. Graffiti's still in shock, so whatever. <laughs> and we are out of combat. <laughs> what? You guys don't want to follow the... Oh. I do like this sword, though, and then he sheets it. <laughs> oh, and you too, Starflame. You performed magnificently. I was amazing, wasn't I? Yes, you were. I'll see if any of the dead bodies have anything on them. Yeah, I'll assist searching them. Sure, go ahead. See and what's make... not charred. Go ahead and make investigation checks. 24. Okay. You find... Let's see, how, how many did you kill? You killed four. Uh, so you find four sets of chain mail. And four shields. Along with uh, four long swords. And four longbows. And between the four of them, I will say you find 14 gold and eight silver. But you do not get the four back that you threw at the captain. (laughs) 
Well, that was interesting. I mean, I enjoyed myself. Was that what uh, blew up the, uh, you know, cave? <laughs> Nyx gets a little, a little cheapish before she nods. <laughs> I'll bring the uh, armor and swords to Nyx. You could put this in the bag of holding so we can sell it. So you said there were four of each, right? Yep. Yeah. Chainmail. Shields, longbow, longsword. Now, they're not in the best condition, but you have them. Any money is good money. Except drug money. <laughs> Let's not go there. Freaking sorcerer goes first, man. <laughs> yeah. That was so great. I loved it. Doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's fun. <laughs> and as soon as you rolled first, I knew what was going to happen. I was like, "Well, this, yeah. this, this encounter didn't work out in my favor. I will, I will submit." <laughs> I think we all realized what was happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, how can you not, right? <laughs> I didn't even have to cast a spell. <laughs> Anybody need any healing? Oh wait, I'm, everyone's I'm just perfectly the very fine. First okay. D twenty roll triggered a random encounter. Like what were? Like <laughs> I, I know the odds of that, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, rolled really low. After you kind of get your anxiety levels down, you're able to continue on. Is there anything anyone else would like to do? Anxiety. I'm rearing for more. <laughs> <laughs> You got to smite some bitches. Not as much as I'd like, but yeah. Anything anyone else would like to do over the remainder of the day? Uh, just when we we start our uh, journey again, I'm gonna kind of fall back uh, next to Nixon. Um, yeah. So I'm not as good at talking as you are. Um, I think they deserved it, though. Well done. Thanks. I uh, definitely don't like when things come to violence, but at the same time, if it wasn't us, it would have been some other poor sap coming along. So hopefully we've at least discouraged the remainders from continuing to do that. Exactly. That's the way I look at it, Nyx. They were filth and they must be purged. I've been meaning to ask you about that. Uh, what determines who gets murdered by you? <laughs> Was that directed at Ezrin or at me? Uh, Ezrin. Okay. Yeah, I was beginning to wonder. <laughs> well, a, a few things. Um mainly driven by the oath that I've taken. Um, I choose to always fight the great, greater evil. I also... The sworn enemies of mine, I have no mercy for. Also, if anybody gets in my way while I'm trying to achieve my goals, they are also worthy of being put down. And if my foes wreak ruin upon the world, it's because I failed to stop them. So I must help those harmed by their deeds and make sure they face justice for what they've done. But 
I mean, couldn't you put anybody you chose to into one of those categories? Yeah, so be sure not to step over that line there, Finn. I think you have some anger issues. <laughs> I still think Finn would beat you in a fight. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, uh, these guys were clearly fucking filth trying to shake people down along the road. They deserve to die. I have no pity for people like That's how you saw it. I saw it as some people down on their luck who were trying to survive. Yes, they got a little greedy towards the end, but I also think you could have handled that a little better. I mean, if they ran away, it didn't seem like they were able to cause too much harm. Accuse me all you want, I wasn't the one that slayed three of them off the bat. I, but you wanted to slay them all. You can't just point fingers at Nyx when you wanted to chase after him. I stand by what I said. I'm just... I'm just saying, you... you I don't want to see you get out of control here. I won't. I'm glad you're on our side. I'm glad. I'm definitely glad you're on our side. But I, it's something about you is a little off. Don't worry, Finn. I would never turn on you. Or, and although you think that my actions are ambiguous, they they aren't without purpose. I gave them several chances to walk away and let us by. And it was clear they were on their goal. And what do you think would have happened if it was a family traveling with, you know, children and they couldn't hold their own? They would have shaken them down for everything they have. I, I don't want filth like that existing in my world. Your world? It's all of our worlds. Yes, I, I heard that too. <laughs> it's all of our worlds, isn't it? Is it not? That's not, that's not what you said, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's my world, it's your world. You've got to understand the tenets that I follow. I, I want I want to shape this world into a better place. So yes, I do view it as nurturing my world. I'm sorry. Finn's just taking some mental notes on Ezra after this. <laughs> Finn will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps Finn should ride with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> someone with less bloodlust. I'm not mad at him, I'm just, you know, questioning some things. <laughs> Keeping some tabs, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just silently judging on the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so as the remainder of the day passes by, there are no remnants of hobgoblins. There are no other issues or things around. Is there anything anyone would like to complete over the next couple of days as we move into Baywood? I finished my staff earlier than I thought, so no. <laughs> Someone just go ahead and roll two more d20s for me. <laughs> four d20s. <laughs> Got four of them. Okay. 
I'll, I'll, I'll take my pick of those then. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> Way to go. So, throughout the next couple of days, travel is light, the weather is good, and you slowly begin to make your way into more lush terrain. The plains heading out away from the Grey Peaks and the Pelissar Peaks is giving way towards the place you've already been, the Viridian Valley. As you get towards the edges of Baywood itself, occasionally you start to see faint wisps of smoke in the air. See one. And then a few hours later, a few more miles, you'll see another. You'll pass a patch of dead crops. The smell of smoke. And I like the look of this. And as you kind of pass each one of these, you can off in the distance see what looks to be what probably used to be farmhouses and fields that have apparently been burned away. Does it look like... I don't know if you'd be able to tell, but like, does it look like natural fires or like someone that like, was like arson? From from this distance, you can't tell. Uh, graffiti, go ahead and make an intelligence check. Nine. Okay. There's something there's something nagging at your head, Graffiti, about this. Like like there's something on the tip of your tongue, but you, you just can't remember it. Does this seem recent? Based on the fact that there's still smoke coming out from a few of these buildings, you would guess definitely recent. Not like within the past like 12 hours but probably within the past week or two okay and the closer you get to baywood it gets a little more frequent i'll turn to graffiti uh, can you send willow up to see if you can spot how far this goes sure i'll send willow up have a look okay as willow flies over she sees what most definitely was a farmhouse. There is still, of this one random structure that you pick, there is still a little bit of the actual frame of the house still standing, but it is black and charred. What she sees, there are old pieces of furniture that seem to have been burned away. Behind it, there seems to be a what was probably a barn or grain silo of some kind that was holding crops or other um, items. And they have all been reduced to ash. Does it look like there's anything in the distance further down that looks like there's still fires burning? No. no, no. Not at least that, not that you can mm -hmm. see. And the more that you pass them, the more that you can tell they're probably a few, probably between two weeks and probably three or four days old. And once you get probably within probably three or four hours ride of Baywood, based on your 
your guesstimate of where the town is probably going to be, it stops. And all of the farmhouses and residences that you find are fine. Huh. Weird. That was odd. I'll say, um, probably late, late afternoon, early evening on day three is when you actually make it into Baywood. Guys, we're not in Meyerfall anymore. It's like progression. <laughs> <laughs> you mean there are other places besides Meyerfall? There are. Oh my god, I can open up my journal and add this to the locations page. What? I mean, it I think we should go back. I miss will get added to your locations page here in a second. So, rounding a bend in the distance, you see the outlines of a number of buildings close together. As you get closer, you see a few small and humble homes, along with a small but quaint array of stores and shops. In this soft sunlight, there are not too many people out in the square, but there there are a few people around. As you look closer, um, you do see a couple of these buildings, though not burned down, do have what appear to be some scorch marks. Huh. Well, let's find a, an inn or something. We can maybe ask around, see what happens. Yeah. Almost look targeted. Mm-hmm. Who would attack a town like this? It's just a small village. Might have been those hobgoblins. I told you I was justified, Finn. <laughs> now you're just overcompensating. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> or we could look for somewhere to sell those items we plundered. You all have trotted into the center of town on your horses. Do we see people walking? There's, there's a few people around. What kind of people? Um, humans. Humans? Humans, for the most part. Um, some older, some younger. Uh, most of them seem to be finishing up their, their daily business. Either, uh, there do there does appear to be a couple of people that you no you notice going into this building here. Does it look like a tavern or a city hall or something like that? Uh, you look you look over it and there is uh, a sign over the door, which has um, a kind of it, it's almost kind of like a, a, a sans font where it's just kind of like a quick curve and it's a C and a C. Do I recognize that? No. Hmm. I'll just ask somebody passing by where the there is an inn. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's that building right there. And she points to, to the the building with the CC. Uh, that, that's the, that's the, the Crescent Cloud. If you want rooms, you'll be able to go there. Thank you very much for your help. Of course, of course. So, are we going in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You approach a small rectangular building 
which looks plainly average from the outside with its wooden walls and roof. Uh, pushing open the door, the smells of ale and cooking meats linger on the air. Several patrons are scattered amongst the establishment. Some are eating, while others are simply drinking and kind of laughing and chatting. And I will go ahead and put this into your journals. And I think that this is a good spot as you enter to go ahead and take a quick break. So jumping back into the story, you all have just entered the Crescent Cloud Tavern. You see a number of patrons around the bar. You see what looks to be an elven man in okay dress, commoner's clothes behind the bar. And he, all, he looks up at all of you as you enter and kind of gives you all a bright smile. Graffiti notices the couch and heads straight for it. <laughs> Graffiti goes and takes a seat by the fire. Yeah, I'll follow over to the couch. Well, they're oh, oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go up to the uh, the bartender. Well, I'm glad there's at least one person who wants a drink. I'll make that two. Ah, uh, yes. I think we'll take three and, and two waters for whatever reason. Um. <laughs> All right. Ales, I'm assuming. Yes, we'll be over by the uh, the couches, if you wouldn't mind bringing them over. Sure, sure. Uh, that'll be a silver piece. I give him uh, two. Appreciate it. Takes the coin and puts it in his pocket. I just call over to ask about the stable for our horses. Maybe some rooms. Uh, so at this point, Ezrin's like halfway across the room. Well, I was gonna ask, are we planning on staying here? I, I don't, you guys just walked away. <laughs> Sorry, I saw a couch. Wanted to rest my butt. Alright, I'll get stables and a room for the nights. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, yes, yeah, stables and rooms, um, enough to sleep five, and we have uh, four horses, please. Uh, okay. He seems kind of taken aback by all the shouting and yelling across the tavern. <laughs> <sighs> room will be, uh, well, we got rooms at seat two. They're a gold each. And then to board your horses, it'll be uh, a gold per horse. Per room. You, you only have rooms for two. You don't have singles. Uh, we have five double rooms. And you said it's a gold apiece and then a gold for each horse. It's five silver per person and then five silver right. per horse. So, essentially two gold for horse in person per room. Yes, I think we'll take three of those rooms, and as I said before, we have four horses. Um, right, so uh, in terms of the horses, that'll be uh, two gold, and the rooms, that'll be uh, two gold and f five silver. I give him uh, seven and tell him to keep the drinks coming. 
I most certainly can do that. And he kind of straightens out his clothes a little bit and stands a little taller and immediately goes off and puts four of your drinks. I assume this is like a booth over here? Yes. Okay, I'll sit there. I bring the... Uh... Yeah, and you do see a, a, another another group sitting at the booth behind it. I bring the first round to the party. Did we get the bartender's name? Did not. Finn's still there. Get his name, Finn. And then is this a bookcase? Yes, as you know, that is a bookcase. I'm going to start looking through it, see what kind of uh, books are there. Make an investigation check. 24. Ooh, alright. There isn't too much in terms of knowledge that isn't general. So you get a lot of, or uh, there's a, a couple books on the actual history of Baywood itself. Um, and you find out that Baywood uh, is a town that serves mostly as a place of respite to and from Meyerfall and the interceding towns with the capital. Uh, the town itself is known mostly for its woodworking. Um, it is. It was settled near um, its namesake, Bay Wood, the forest. Um, and the wood there is of high quality, so a lot of high, high-end merchants and nobles will call for that wood if they have some sort of project. And it is just kind of carved out its own little niche here. There are a few books on prominent individuals from Baywood. None that are really of interest to you, unfortunately. There are also a couple of just general woodcrafting books. Is the bartender bringing us our drinks, or did Ezrin bring them over? Uh, yes. A, a couple minutes later, the bartender does start ferrying drinks to your table and paying so, quite a bit of attention to it. So by the time he brings the second drink... Uh, oh, yes, I meant to ask you earlier. Um, we noticed some burned-down farmsteads and a little bit of char in town. I was wondering what that was about. Oh, um... His face actually gets a little da uh, dour as uh, as you mentioned this. It's uh, actually been um, quite a rough few weeks uh, for this area. Um, we've had a, a string of uh, fires break out. Uh, first, we thought it was just you know bad luck, storms, or what have you. However, they kept happening. Some were quite far out of town. So we obviously sent some folks to look into the matter, and uh, after that, a couple of the buildings in town started catching on fire, to the point where a lot of the officials realized that uh, could not be a coincidence any longer, and that someone was uh, intentionally setting places aflame. Uh, unfortunately, we still are not sure who, who did this, but uh, the moment they seem to have stopped, and we are thankful for that. Well, do you have any leads on the matter, or can I speak to somebody that might? Uh, I personally do not, but uh, let me see. 
Warden William is in charge of uh, Baywood here. If there's anybody who's going to know about it, he would be the one to, to try and talk to. Excellent. Be sure to do so. Thank you. And what was yours? Uh, my name is Frenesoth. Ah, nice to meet you, Frenesoth. To meet you as well. Well, uh, I'm not even going to try and spell that. <laughs> it's going to it's going to be friend for short. Um, it's literally in the notes for the tavern. There we go. Thank you. I'm so prepared, this DM. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna call him over. I I I, I also like that he's just kind of like looking at you, Ezra, and just like waiting for you to to complete a sentence. Uh, I forget what I said last. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? No, he got that. His his name is Ezra. I'm Finn. Oh, thank you. Oh, he he didn't reciprocate. I'm I'm sorry. I I missed that in the chaos. <laughs> Uh, yes, my name is Ezrin, and these are my um, my traveling companions. Not companions, friends. Right? Friends? Friends. Okay. <laughs> I see why you need the drinks. I'll be back with some more when he leaves. Thank you! <laughs> you know, we really should just uh, introduce ourselves as Luck of the Draw instead of, you know, my name is Ezrin, and these are my friends. I've never been fond of that name. That's fair. Is the other group uh, behind me discussing anything? Make a perception check. Eavesdropping. It's a 15. Okay. Uh, you do catch a little bit of their conversation. Um, some of their conversation is definitely about the weird-ass group of people that just walk <laughs> in the door and why they're <laughs> close to them. But after that dies down, um, you do hear a, a female voice kind of take control of the conversation, and they seem to um, discuss plans for their journey to do so. Hmm. I'm going to go up to the bar. Yes, my uh, tall friend. <laughs> yes, uh, graffiti. Uh, just a quick question. Does Baywood uh, have any temples? Uh, not temples specifically. Um, it's not too big of a place. Uh, you might be able to find a. There's a, a smallish spot uh, on the west side of town where, you know, some people light some incense and things, but it's not specifically designed for any one deity. Fair enough. I'll toss him a silver. Thank you, my friend. Uh, thank you. So, do we plan on speaking to this warden? Or... What are we doing here? Well, I, I was actually considering that. Can um, can I get your all's attention for a second? So we we have a bigger quest, uh, whether it's to you know, pursue things for Finn or for Nyx or whoever. Anyway, we keep getting sidetracked in these smaller towns. While I personally would like to help these people. I also would like to help Finn and Nyx, so I think it's important to keep in mind of the big picture. I would agree. I, of course, vote we stay. I can't write turn away from 
some sort of organization that is burning farmsteads, but we are a group, and I will respect the group's decision. So you're saying we should leave, but we should stay? I'm saying I want to stay, but I will understand if you and Nyx want to leave. Perhaps we should just take a quick tour of the town, see if there's anything that catches our eye. Otherwise, I would prefer to get going. Perhaps stay the night, though. Yes, a night, night in a bed might be nice. Indeed. Sounds good to me. So I guess you hit the nail on the head. Let's go speak to this warden, Finn. Graffiti just pops his uh, feet up on the couch and stretches out. Uh, graffiti, I sent you a whisper, by the way. Yep, I know. No interest in protecting the innocent graffiti. That's interesting. I've got a lot on my mind right now. What are you thinking about? <laughs> you. And what about me? He just shrugs. <laughs> he is a handsome little devil, and he kind of ruffles Finn's head. Nick, Zeno, would you like to accompany us? I'll stay put and drink a bit. Same. But let us know what, uh, what you find out. Don't say same until that glass is full of vodka, Nix. We'll be back. Oh. <laughs> Esmond, uh, take Willow with you. Yes, sir. Come here, girl. Willow. She cops. She comes right to you. I thought it was a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we thought Starflame was a girl, too. Alright, so I presume we, uh, figure out where this warden is and head there. Just a reminder that, uh, you were told by, uh, Graffiti that Willow will return to me if you tell her to. Gotcha. Especially if you've got to use that uh, piece of paper to communicate if you need to. Oh, yeah, Hedwig got it. Yeah. Hashtag Hedwig. So you walk outside, and I would say it's getting properly dark at this point. It's probably like seven or eight ish. What are the two of you doing? Uh, just head to the, uh... I assume we talked to the the barkeep and got directions. Okay. Friend us off will actually tell you. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's right across the street. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, if he's awake or available, but it's over there. It's worth a try. Especially if it's right across the street. So he directs you to this place here. You are able to walk up to what is a small home. Um, does not seem like this one has been affected by any of the fires. Thatched roof, wooden walls, humble. Doesn't look too uh, too much in squalor. Give it a knock on the door. 
a couple minutes goes by before uh, the door does open. You are met with a uh, probably between middle-aged and older human man. He's kind of got a, a big uh, a big coin spot on the top of his head, brown hair kind of falling around, going down to just about his ears. Big kind of nose, kind of bulbous. Good evening. Can I do for uh, for you fine folk? Hey there, Warden, Warden William, I presume. Uh, you'd be talking to him. Uh, we were told by uh, Frenzoth that you might have information on the fires that have been happening. We uh, would like to help if we can. Ooh, uh, afraid you're a little too late for those. Probably the past two weeks or so, we uh, we've been having fires, but. Uh, they stopped probably three or four days ago. I haven't had one since. Been a, a real reprieve as they were giving us trouble. A lot of them were a pretty decent distance outside of town, so it was, uh, we were having some trouble. Because, you know, we'd hear about it and we'd have to go out there and help people and then come back and then the next day there'd be another one and, well, uh, we, we did what we could. We didn't end up finding anybody, but so far, it seems like maybe our efforts might have chased them out of town. Or out of the area, hopefully. So you don't have any, uh, leads other than that? Not that we ever found, no. Unfortunately. Hmm. Well, we'll be in the tavern, probably tonight and tomorrow morning, so if you need us for anything, me and my, um, traveling associates will be willing to help you. Thank you. If I need anything, I'll, I'll let you know. Have a good night, Warden. Thank you. I assume you two are going back. Yeah. Zeno, you don't hear too much more from this group other than their plans on uh, on getting to Dusa. And I would say that it's it's not too much longer before they actually go up and you find out that they have the other two rooms. Hmm. Is one, one of us sharing a room with them? Uh, no. One of them has decided to sleep on the floor. To save money. Excuse me, Graffiti, now that I'm back, I'd appreciate my seat. Yes, you do look quite comfortable. Thank thank you. <laughs> he moves. And Willow returns to him. Hey, Finn, this town might be your kind of place. Seems like they're known for uh, wood carvings. Yeah, I was looking around. It's, everything looks well made. Yeah, there's a few uh, wood carving books there if you wanted to read one of them. I will grab one to read for the night. <laughs> okay. You you read through it. Um, you've mostly been taught just general practices, especially for carving your own monk weapons and quarterstaffs and those types of things, Finn. You have done a little bit of actual carving with your um, with your monkey sculptures. Uh, so you actually grab one of the books that specifically talks about carving, you know, animals and different sculptures and things. And you, you learn a few new techniques. 
life. I'm gonna yell over to Zeno. Hey Zeno, uh, I normally bunk with Finn. Do you mind switching with me tonight? I'd like to talk to Ezrin. Is this more secrets? Excuse me. You probably shouldn't yell across the uh, bar. Guys, we need to have. We all need to have a talk. Tr trust me, Finn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Finn, I don't want it. Trust me. <laughs> Seems like you do. We've we've all known each other for some time now. I mean, not years and years, but it's kind of rude when you openly say in front of the rest of us that you want to talk to one of us alone. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I have to agree with the man. But perhaps I just want to talk about Ezrin to Ezrin. Oh, am I to be chastised again? This should be fun. Well, I'm just saying. That is not my job. Graffiti. I am not your judge. I mean, that seems a little weird. What's going on between you two? <laughs> is everyone looking at graffiti? <laughs> yeah. How would you How would you feel if we said... Hey, we're all gonna go talk, but, uh, Graffiti, do you mind not being around? I didn't ask everybody to be there. You, uh, did not do it a few days ago in Meyerfall, just saying. Hey, she makes a good point. You left us down at the bar while you three of you went and had a little chat upstairs. What was going on there? Hey, that was Ezrin's idea again. <laughs> oh, Ezrin's idea! I mean, if you could throw that in my face, I'm comfortable with the graffiti. I'm not the one under the looking glass right now. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Fine, actually. I would love to bunk with you, Finn. It's not about that. It's I don't about... think Finn wants to bunk with you. <laughs> it's about you open <laughs> openly saying that you want to exclude some of us in something. <laughs> Maybe Ezrin doesn't want you to know. He doesn't know he doesn't know what you want to talk to him about. Wait, wait, am I am I telling you something? This is news <laughs> to me. That. Who's telling who what? <laughs> Zeno, they can't even get their secrets straightened out. <laughs> you know what? Fine, keep your secrets. Me and Finn will bunk together. <laughs> I don't think either of us want to be near you two. I am perfectly fine with bunking with whoever. Especially at this point. Just, uh, let's get it over with. Oh, so it's that kind of thing between you two. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm with Zeno. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Finn and uh... <laughs> I don't fucking know, Finn. I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just looking to get drunk and sleep in a bed. Mix, can I bunk with you? I think they're planning on doing something else, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Whisper to Finn. I, I mean, I suppose we do have an extra bed in the room by itself. Does anybody want to bunk with me? <laughs> or do I get to just pick? You can sleep in my room, Graffiti. I'm not... Yes, it's, if you want to talk, I am here to talk. Don't mind these naysayers, let them go act like they're superior. We know they're not. Quite the opposite. You guys act like hey. they're superior by keeping secrets from us. 
<laughs> we actually spoke of this the other day. Would you like to spar, Finn? Anytime, anywhere. If we do do this, I, I think... Hmm, we should have certain... Do what? Well, I'm going to spar with Finn. And we were talking about it the other day when you doubted my sword, but he was kind of... Oh, ghosty at the time. Ghosty. There's no more picking random cards. That's so freaking weird. Don't tell us what to do. <laughs> Finn, you talk a lot lately. Kinda miss when you didn't. Well, that certainly killed the mood. Um, if you <laughs> want to talk about something graffiti, let's go. I'm, I'm assuming it's getting pretty late at this point. It's like nine-ish. Nine-ish. That's still early. Well, I've got a few more beers left in me, but we can go have this discussion that you're itching to have. Yeah, uh, Frenisoth is just continually bringing all of your party drinks with the gold <laughs> that you gave him. Every t every single time he sees an empty glass, he's just bringing another one, like, with without hesitation. The kind of service that I wanted. Much appreciated. Keep them coming. <laughs> Oh man, I don't want a drunk as friend. I think you're too scared of what you have to ask. Go ahead and ask it, Graffiti. Mm, I'd rather not, uh, you know, in case you get offended. Oh, you're worried about offending someone. Mm. I doubt you could offend me, Graffiti. Probably not, but I am well aware of what I am asking about, so I am not stupid. And neither are you, Finn. I apologize for my uh, comment. It's actually refreshing to hear you talk. I think he's giving you the silent treatment now. Yeah, that's what it would appear like. I like it, Finn. Keep it up. Mess with his head. <laughs> oh, I could do something really bad. But, uh, but I'm not going to. Alright, so I'm just going to drink the night away then. Not looking to get super drunk. Just feeling nice. Cozy. Is there anything else anyone would like to do before bed? <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Hashtag more awkward conversations. Uh, I'll spend most of the evening just uh, drawing. And avoiding Finn's evil stares, I'm sure. I love how he's legit giving you the silent treatment. <laughs> Fucking bastards. Maybe he's disconnected and we just don't know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's actually the silent treatment. <laughs> Not gonna say a word for the rest of the session because of you, Graffiti. <laughs> I can uh, make I'll talk. grab one of the wood carving books and uh, look through it too. Just for something to do. 
I uh, I actually will go outside and spend a little bit of time with Starflame, just trying to break him in and get on the same page. <laughs> what is it that you would like to speak to me about? We did uh, not have any epic adventures today. Why not? I know, we, we tried. Sometimes it's a little slow going with this group. I, I try to egg them on as I can. But what I wanted to talk to you about, that, that battle we had earlier. Um, do you feel competent to handle your own actions in battle? Yes. Was that a yes? Did I stutter? I mean, it was a pretty short yes, so I, I, I was... Okay, okay, Starflame. Just don't get out of control. I think our interests align. Make a persuasion check. 17. I shall try to keep this in mind. Good. I look forward to many great adventures. Sleep well, Starflame. You as well. Anything else anyone wants to do, or are we going into a long rest? Uh, head to bed a little early. Nyx heads to bed. I'll head upstairs and wait for Esmond, and talk to him when he gets up. Yeah. Okay. Head up. Yeah, I'll head up to the room and uh, look at that uh, scarf that Rumble had left in my bag. Okay. Hmm. Pretty nice scarf. Is it the, uh, that magical item he had? Looks similar. I guess I'll see if it uh, works the same. <laughs> okay. So you take the scarf and you put it down on the ground. And much like he did, you kind of start folding it into a square pattern just odd for a scarf but you start to fold it and make sure it's all nice and neat and as soon as you place the last corner a hole opens up in the floor of your room Dang. <laughs> guess I'll uh, reach in and see what's in there <laughs> Uh, you reach your hand in, and as soon as you do, bang, your hand hits something solid. You feel like shake it out. I'll, uh... you gonna, are you going to get down and, and look in it? Or what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'll get down and look in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you carefully lower yourself into this hole, and you see before you Rumble's piano. Hey. I'll, uh, I'll put the uh, scarf back. Call the night with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have added it to your magical, item, magical items journal under other. Ezrin, you walk upstairs and see graffiti kind of loitering outside your room. Hey there, graffiti. Rather ready to have that talk, I suppose. Sure. 
head inside and goes in and sits down. So there's actually two things I wanted to talk to you about. One of them I've been meaning to talk to you about for a while. I just have uh, been preoccupied. Um, you know, a long while ago now, actually, uh, you had talked about your family. Um, yes, yes. Uh, let me let me stop you there, Graffiti. I briefly mentioned them before we left Myrfall, and I had a feeling you were going to ask about them, and. It's funny because your instinct was absolutely wrong. Not only do I not want to tell you, I, I don't want to tell any one person of the group. I want to make sure everybody knows. So you should have asked me in that moment. Anyway, second question. I apologize. I just didn't want to uh, presume anything. No, I understand your hesitation, and it's appreciated. Um, you couldn't have known. It's sensitive, but I hold you guys in high regard, so I don't think it's fair to tell you and not them. That's fair. You don't look down on me for keeping my past from Finn and Zeno, do you? It's hard to say. I try not to look down on people for minuscule reasons as such. Hmm. Do you think they would judge me? Um. I mean, Zeno judges everybody. But. Hmm. I think it it's important for them to know why you're fighting. I've just had enough people tell me that I've done something that I never did before, and I would hate if, you know, if anyone I trusted did that to me again. Finn seems like a good person, but he might look at me as if I am hiding something. Zeno is a little bit chaotic in that regard. I don't know how to uh, predict what he would say. I mean, you're looking at me, the only person who hasn't revealed anything about himself, so I don't know why I'm a good person to answer that question, Graffiti, but I think we can all trust each other, and if we find one day we can't, we'll deal with it. I think placing that trust comes from knowing everything about your companions is you know, you can find out Is there any particular reason you haven't told everyone about your family? No, not at all. I've been ready for a while now, it's just never come up We've been quite busy blowing up caves and smiting tiny men <laughs> Yeah Sure, well, that's, that's true. I suppose I just figured it was uh, of great importance to you. Uh, of course it is. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous about speaking about it and it's not going to be painful. It... <sighs> we'll get there. But, yes, I do not want to just tell you. I feel like the party deserves to know. Understood. 
Um, the other thing is a little bit more complicated, and I prefer if you kept it to yourself for now, as much as I know you don't like keeping secrets anymore. And you and Finn seem to be on that same page. <laughs> the irony, I like it, and he kind of crosses his legs and leans back a little bit. Kind of just gives you a look. Like, maybe I'll keep it to myself. You can trust me. I will not tell anybody if you have to talk, but I'm not going to pressure you into it, so. You have given me good advice before, and that's actually all I'm looking for. Um, I would probably guess at this point that you have noticed me spending a lot of time with Nix. No, actually. But now that you bring it up... Um... I am trying to decide... How do I put it? I don't know how to put it, actually. Uh... He's just kind of got one eyebrow raised, like, what? I care a lot about Nyx. Yes. Uh, um. Do you look flustered at this moment? Maybe blushing a little bit? <laughs> uh, uh, probably not blushing. He's not that readable, I would say. Because he's always, like... Uh... Uh, hardly hard pressed for good words like he's he's always like that so I don't think he would notice that in particular but he's definitely like flustered and, and as usual can't find the words uh, that he wants to use this is awkward actually I didn't think it would be uh, what's the matter graffiti just come out with it you have you developed feelings for each other i mean it was pretty clear with your opening statement and i'm sorry if my retort caught you off guard but i'm willing to listen no no you you haven't caught me off guard i i am off guard completely lately um yeah there's something there but the problem is i don't know if it's worth the risk? I, I, I don't know how to explain. I... Uh, I have lost everyone I have ever cared about. And... As I explained to her the other night, I will outlive all of you by hundreds of years. Assuming, you know, everything goes our way anyway. There's nothing I can do to stop that. that. That's why I want to get home so badly, but... I just... I don't want to go through that again, you know? Uh, let me stop you, Graffiti. Anytime you make connections like this, you take that risk. If Nyx died tomorrow, you feel great sorrow, would you not? Of course. But it's not a risk, it's... A guarantee. Yes. I'm going to lose you. I'm going to lose Finn. I'm going to lose Nyx and Zeno. No matter what I do. 
So you would rather squander every chance at happiness because you're afraid of feeling hurt? I don't know. Just... I was never supposed to be in this situation, Ezran. I was supposed to be at home with other furbogs, living a normal furbog life. But I can't. At least not yet. My goal is to get home. And I think you deserve to be in, happy in the time that you search for that goal, Graffiti. I don't think... I think you're too... farsighted. You're thinking too far in the future. But don't worry about your lifespan, or hers, or any of ours. We are here, and we are traveling together, and we're having fun. We're building bonds. And if that helps to strengthen your bond, I will encourage it. However, do not let it get in the way of our missions or any combat decisions you try to make because I will definitely see and I will definitely let you know. He just sighs. Okay. So after that really serious moment, he kind of his expression completely changes and he kind of leans back again but if you ever have to talk about this again graffiti I, I am here for you just think about the things I've said and try to find your purpose and enjoyment in the day to day and don't worry about what is it fucking 900 years down the line 500 <laughs> it's all the same to me well that probably doesn't help my case sorry okay thank you for listening anytime friend thank you for trusting me enough to talk about this and for the record I do want to talk to Finn and Zeno I just don't know uh... um I mm, I don't think there's any reason to tell Finn you can if you want him to stop behaving like a child but Zeno however <laughs> will always behave like a child so I don't think it's quite wise to tell him yet so you think I am justified in not telling both of them I think your decisions to tell whoever you want are yours and you should not feel guilty about them graffiti you talk like Lathander does I'm not sure whether that's a compliment or not, though. <laughs> I'll take it as one. Fair enough. Speaking of him, has ever uh, have you ever spoken with Bahamut or Bahamut? Sorry, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's Bahamut. That's fine. Bahamut. Okay. Um, with him, it's less of speaking. I, I think I have once or twice, but I'm not quite sure. And then, of course, there's the the cryptic stuff in between. Hmm. I kind of wish they would just come out and say what they want to say, you know? I feel the exact same way. Were you not there when I was going on about that the other day? I don't remember. <laughs> yes, it's all cryptic bullshit i wish they would just tell us what we're supposed to do i'm looking for a purpose you all have or seem to have a mission i 
besides for helping you guys, I have a few things I'd like to do, but there's no... I'm still looking for... Well... Speaking of that, actually, um, the other night, something... Oh, I didn't tell you about that. I don't think. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> Hashtag keeping track of who's who knows what. You don't um, have to do that if you don't keep secrets. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other night when uh, Nyx used the Sending Stone to contact uh, Onus, um, I also used Sending to try and contact Perk. He did not respond. It was as if he doesn't exist, basically. You had all sort of, and by you all I mean you and Nyx, had given me somewhat of a hope that maybe he's not dead, but I kind of used that as a way to confirm whether or not you were all correct. And you were not. He, he was not there. But uh, that is not what I actually wanted to ask you about. Um, afterward, I, uh, something weird happened. Uh, my vision went very bright, like I, I couldn't see. It was, it was so bright. And I felt uh, like a strange pain in my head. But then I felt uh, like a presence, almost. I, I've never felt pain when Lathanthra has tried to communicate me, with me before. And I certainly... It didn't feel... I don't know. It just felt odd. Have you ever felt anything like that through uh, Bahamut before? Um, no. Can't say that I have. <sighs> Strange. Yeah. Like I said, I wish he would just come out and talk. You said it didn't feel like the thunder, though, so it's possible maybe it was some semblance. I mean, not to give you false hope again. I apologize, Graffiti. Realize this person was very important to you, but... I don't know. Maybe he's in some other plane, and his response got muddled and stabbed you in the forehead. I don't pretend to know a lot about this. I just, you know, use what's given to me. Yeah. No, no, I understand. It's just as confusing for me. But you do make a good point. There was a small chance that if he was not on this plane, he wouldn't be able to communicate, but... I don't know. You know who would know? Nyx. You got it. She was there when it happened. It's just food for thought. I'm not your magic man. I'm I'm sorry. I um <laughs> hardly know what the fuck's going on with me and Bahamut half the time. Yeah. Understood. Thank you for listening. Anytime, friend. If you'll excuse me, I'm gonna get some sleep. He's gonna stay up for a little bit longer drawing. Otherwise, I'm good. Okay. After half a week on the road, 
you are thankful to have beds to sleep in. Everyone gets a much needed, easy night's rest. I'll wake up the following morning. And the day is yours. I'll go down for breakfast. I'll head uh, down to the bar and see if if that other group is still there, or do I see any signs of them leaving in the morning? Uh, roll a d20. <laughs> Ten. I would say that you do see them, however, they are in the final stages of preparing to leave. I guess I'll, I'll just take note of them as they leave. Make okay. sure I have their faces. Alright. Are you actually at the booth next? Uh, yeah. Okay. Good morning, all. Do we have a plan for today? Given that we didn't find anything in particular yesterday, I would say it's a good idea to get on the road. Unless anyone needed to uh, go shopping. Though I'm not sure what this town uh, has to offer. No, no, stop you there. You're the only one with that need, Graffiti. <laughs> the need, but no gold. <laughs> well, if you need something. Some of the supplies we collected. Hmm, I think goes away until two. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason today we should get back on the road. I assume um, Finn's actually over by himself at the bar. I was gonna talk to the bartender. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good morning, good morning. Uh, you'll be wanting breakfast, I assume? Yes, please. Alrighty, I'll, I'll get you some food coming up. That'll be a silver piece for you. And I'll pay that, and then I will ask. Um, I, I see that uh, this, this town's got some good woodwork. Yes, it's kind of our thing. And he kind of gets a little bit of a sly smile. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm something of a woodworker myself. Uh, nothing is big as these buildings or anything like that and um, I'll just ask uh, is there some place I can find some good uh, polish uh, I have a piece I've been working on I'd, I'd like to finish well if you're just looking for for polish itself you could uh, try going to Mara's supplies down the road a little bit but uh, if you're looking for high quality I might uh, suggest going down to Handers they uh, actually run the mill and the carvings here in town. Uh, yeah, that's def definitely high quality. This this piece, uh, I assume, will be quite precious to me. Very, very well. Uh, yep, I would uh, just the southwest side of town on the road. Can't miss it. Thank you very much, and I'll uh, throw him a gold. Are you sure? Kind of, like, of course. Like, thank you. <laughs> pockets it, pockets it. 
Graffiti will make a point to say good morning, Finn. So, what's the plan, guys? <laughs> <laughs> they say we get back on the road. Uh, breakfast and head out. Sounds good to me. I would just like to make a stop to pick up something real quick. Uh, the bartender told me there's a shop I can stop at on the southwest side of town. But other than that, I'm good to go. Inconvenience the party with your s selfish fucking shopping. And then he turns around and looks straight at Graffiti. <laughs> Pretty sure that's right on the way out of town, so sounds good to me. Yes, yes, that's fine. Oh, wait, yeah, there was one thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're broke. You can't buy anything. Yeah, you, you threw your... I have your, a few gold. You, you threw the captain your last gold. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, that was deception. <laughs> he didn't believe you. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I really not. <laughs> <laughs> Finn wants to go to Handers. Let's get uh, saddled up and stop on our way out. Remember whose freaking horse is whose. <laughs> I know which one's Zeno's. That's freaking easy. <laughs> I only see the name tag for mine. I don't know if that was intentional. But... Well, the rest of us hadn't given our horses names yet. Oh, I thought... Says his, but... I also yeah, wasn't I going know. to add names for them because they're just regular horses. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> they are not regular. Uh, horses are not good enough for they're you. They're certainly not wow. Starflame, though. They're certainly not. <laughs> wow. Don't listen to them. Yeah, this disembodied voice that comes from nowhere. <laughs> uh, so move, moving towards the south uh, southwest side of town along the main road uh, you do see a large wooden building with a gigantic saw that is sticking out on one end um, as you approach it is currently spinning and you almost have to kind of cover your ears for the sound but it eventually stops uh, you see a number of cut boards uh, laying on the ground near the saw and a few full uh, trunked trees as well uh, there are a number of individuals moving around. Some are setting up wood for cutting. Uh, others, you can see, are staining and polishing some wood. Uh, towards the back, you um, see a separate building through which you can kind of see um, a number of what looks to be figurines or sculptures inside. So I will walk in. Okay. I'll go with me as well. Yeah, I'm going to get it in your journals. Uh, so entering, um, this is kind of the back building away from the actual mill itself. Um, you find yourself to be in a room full of carvings of animals, deities, geographical features, and just other random images. Um, you see a, a tall, rotund man with a reddish-brown beard um, kind of standing with his back to you, and he just kind of looks to be um, uh, polishing up one of the actual figurines. Hello, sir. Oh, oh. He, he quickly turns around. 
uh, early morning to you. And he actually kind of tips a hat. What what uh, can I do for all you fine folk? Uh, I was told this is the place to come for some high quality uh, polish. I've I've been working on something and uh, it's just about finished. It just needs to be polished. I I do think I could uh, sell you a little bit of polish if that's all that you're looking for. Um, are you looking for kind of a like a stain or or just the polish? I'll show him my quarterstaff and uh, ask what he thinks will be best. Ooh, well, you're definitely going to need to stain that first. Make sure you keep the water out of it. And then if you wanted to keep her nice and smooth and shiny, I would then recommend a polish on top. Sounds good. And he kind of walks around and shakes your hand. Name is Michael Hander. I run Hander's Mill here. Uh, Finn, nice pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, Finn. Now, uh, usually we we do the, the staining and the polishing ourselves, but if such a if you're a craftsman yourself, I can understand wanting to get some some of the better supplies. You're not from around here, are you? Ah, uh, no, no. Uh, I'm up good. North, northwest. Good, good, good. Or northeast. Uh, so as Finn says this, um, you actually see his his smile kind of brighten a little bit more, as if he was worried about competition. Well, uh, I, I have a number of different stains. You'd be welcome to, to take a, a little sample of if you wished. Uh, I, I, have, I have light stains, dark stains, black stains. Uh, I'll go with the uh, dark brown. All right, I, I can get you a small sample of that. And uh, you wanted some polish too? Yes, please. And um, if you have any nice wood, uh, some, of, some of the, whatever these nice figurines made out of. If you have any of that, I'll gladly buy some of that. You want, you want like, like a trunk? What do you mean, like a tree trunk? <laughs> uh, yeah, and he actually walk, walks you, walks you out around back where you see probably like seven or eight, like five foot diameter tree trunks are just like stacked up waiting to be cut. Uh, well, that's bigger than me, so. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge you by your size. Uh, just enough that I could carry. I, I just, I would like to make, you know, about five, five figurines. Oh, all right. I think I could store it for you if you need. A five foot trunk you can store? <laughs> He nods. Uh, how much would would that be for one of that? Uh, we got we got two separate issues going on here. Um, <laughs> I'll have to reread that item and see if that actually would fit. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I am not fam I'm not familiar with it enough off the top of my head. Well, for. Uh... A piece of wood like that, that's a pretty decent sized piece of wood. Especially for one of our prized trees. Make a persuasion check. Holy shit. <laughs> Natural 20 minus 1. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. 
he, he kind of looks at you up and down. I feel like I can trust you. You're not from around here. I feel like I can... I don't usually sell our own... I'm the most trustworthy person, person I know. I, I, I get that read from you. I usually don't sell our logs, but uh, you came in here and you've been really polite and kind, and we value that around these parts. So, for the stain and the polish, for both the log that I'll give you, and for your own purposes, I'll give you that stain and that polish for two gold. The log itself, 25. So 27 total? 27 total, yeah. Can Zeno carry it, or I don't know. <laughs> uh, give me a second. Well, if not, we could always bring it out to Nyx. It, it, it would fit in the bag of holding regardless. Remember, lift with your backs in violent jerky motions. Uh, I'll I'll say the hole is is ten feet by ten feet, Zeno. Mm. So it would fit. Okay. Well, if that's the case, uh, Michael, you have yourself a deal, and I will give him thirty gold for being so nice. Thank you. So much appreciated, good sir. And I'll take out the uh, the scarf and uh, fold it up similarly again to open it up and put the log in. <laughs> are you doing this outside or are you doing this in the mill itself? Uh, probably just right next to where the uh, the log is that he bought, <laughs> so I can easily put it in. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you have a five foot long log, Finn. But is, is this special wood have a special name? There's no special properties to it. It's just high quality. Yeah, but does it have a... Should I just put high quality log? <laughs> oh. Um, bay wood wood. Uh, as soon as Zeno pulls out the scarf, I'm kind of going to... Zeno, you didn't steal that from the other bard, did you? I guess you wouldn't know. And he'll give you a kind of cheeky smile. <laughs> Just when I thought your ways were changing. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm done in here. Thank you again, Michael. All right, you have a wonderful day. All right, you are able to exit. Are we heading out? Are we heading out of town? Yep. Yes, in fact, as soon as we <laughs> exit the shop, I look at Starflame and I was like, "What is our battle cry, Steed?" Kill them all! 
No, no. And, 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 and there's actually a number of people in the square who hear this and just kind of turn and look at you. <laughs> I, I kind of turned around bashfully, especially like Finn. No, no, onward. I was, no, uh, you still have, there's a lot of work that needs to be done here. He's learning from you. <laughs> Onward to kill them all, and he starts taking off. No, just onward, just onward, Starflame, please. Especially when we're around others. If he's, we're he's the... saying this in like full gallop. <laughs> the other three take off to follow. Yeah. I kind of bend down and whisper in his ear a little bit. Starflame, though, if if you're trying to intimidate our enemies, that is absolutely what you say. Good job. And I kind of <laughs> pet his mane a little bit. Finn's still sitting right behind you and just, like, judging. <laughs> you continue on throughout the morning, heading steadily southwest towards Dusa. And it is not long until on the, your horizon, um, you do see what seems to be trees dotting the road ahead. And as you continue along the road, you notice that this road is veering directly towards Bay Forest. A little past noon, after you've taken another quick break, you are able to reach the edge of the forest itself. And as you do, a light rain begins to fall. Ah, oh, it's so calming. Yeah, Nyx takes a, a deep breath in and just kind of sighs to herself. So you all are just kind of standing at the edge of the forest. I would say based on the maps that you have, you know that you have approximately four days or so to get to do so. Is the forest basically the rest of the way there, or...? Uh, it does not appear to be the rest of the way there. It appears the road just goes through the forest. Do we know if we can get through it in one one jaunt, or we'll have to camp in the forest? Uh, I would say you're not sure. And what time is it right now? Probably one or two. I'll just get under the trees quickly to avoid the rain. <laughs> <laughs> it is a brief respite from the rain as you trot along in between the canopies. As you get deeper and deeper into the forest, light becomes scarcer and scarcer until you appear to be in an eternal twilight. Rain does occasionally still make its way through, but for the most part you are spared the brunt of the rainstorm. As the trunks begin to get thicker and thicker, the road becomes harder and harder to follow. Uh, I would like someone to please go ahead and make a survival check to try and follow the path through the forest. I can do survival. Go ahead. Okay. Oh yeah, you're way better than me. 20. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. While you started your life in the city, you have spent a decent amount of time on the uh, streets of nature, if you will. 
and you are able to follow a lot of the more well-worn paths by the caravans and travelers that have gone through this area and for the most part are able to fairly easily guide you all through the forest. As you all begin to move through this forest into the mid to late afternoon, I would like someone to go ahead and roll a d20 for me, please. And not four of us at the same time. Yeah, whoever's rolling, uh, I'll, 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 I'll take it. it. I'll take okay. it. Why are we letting him take it? Okay. No 18. <laughs> he said, why? I've, I've had good rolls today. <laughs> As you are moving through that kind of soft stench of fish, kind of just drifting off of the rain a little bit, it is cold, but not chilling you to the bone. The rain isn't as terrible here in the forest. As you're moving through, following the path as best you can, Graffiti, you are the first one to notice it. You notice the wind changes direction, and it suddenly gets much warmer, almost as if it's a hot, dry desert wind. It just blows through the middle of this forest, and it hits Graffiti and then makes its way back over the rest of you. And as you smell it, you <coughs> cough up a little bit as you unmistakably smell what seems to be decaying flesh. Ugh. That's gross. I was going to say I was starting to feel at home, and now I'm definitely not. Graffiti, you can... You can check if there are undead nearby, yes? Yeah, I'm gonna use a uh, divine sense. He can. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ezrin, you extend your essence out, searching for unnatural creatures, and you do not pick up any. There doesn't seem to be anything, at least in the immediate area. Um, to be vigilant, though. Is it coming? Is, do, can we tell if the smell it smells like someone died around here? Yeah, can we can we tell if the smell's coming from any particular direction, like ahead of us on the road that we're traveling, or like off into the forest? Uh, as you actually begin to try to pinpoint it, graffiti, and you're actually like specifically smelling for it, mm -hmm. it dissipates, and that cold, gentle breeze returns. Were we moving during this time? You we were in a general clearing, like maybe a couple feet back and forth, but not like through the forest. Odd. Uh... Huh. Well, that was strange. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the nearest tree and ask it if anything. Uh, that's a good question. Um, if anything dangerous or unnatural is in the forest, 
obviously using speech of beast and leaf. <laughs> not just randomly talking to trees. <laughs> it also looks like you're randomly talking to trees, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you don't get a dangerous vibe from the plants. Hmm. I mean, I suppose it is a forest. There's plenty of creatures out here that could have died. Yeah. I suppose we just keep an eye out. To keep going. Uh, I'm... Yeah, I'm gonna send uh, Willow just in like 100 feet and 360 degrees around us and see if she can spot me there. Out yeah. of the ordinary. Go ahead and make a perception check for Willow. Come on, do better than last time, Willow. 20. Thank you. Okay. Uh, she does a, a very slow loop as she has to hop from tree to tree and fly through the rain. A couple minutes later, she comes back, but she does inform you that probably 80 or so feet on the path ahead of you, there looks to be a pack of boar. Dead boar or a live boar? I would say she wouldn't be able to tell. Okay. I'll relay that to everybody. There's a pack of boar ahead. Not entirely sure if it's dead or not, though. Well, do you know where they are? We could make our way around them. Uh, yeah, they're just uh, over that way, about 80 feet. Although, that's pretty close. I'm assuming we don't see them. No, you cannot from this point. But Will, but Willow would have told you that they are on the path forward. Okay. Why don't we go uh, to the right, like 150 feet, work our way up 150 feet, and then back towards the path 150 feet? Give it or take? Can I make a loop around? I was thinking the same thing, but I think Xeno should lead us because he's good at these kind of things like go ahead of us like 50 feet kind of thing no no just take take the lead and guide us he he has more of a sense of how far he has to be that his enemies won't detect them stealing their scarves <laughs> fair sound good Zeno sure give it a shot no. And I'll sort of point in the direction. Guiding his horse off into the forest. Okay. Go ahead and make a survival check for me. Right, when Ezrin lets me do it, I think this is where I can go bed. <laughs> <laughs> hey! hey. You're fucking welcome! As you know, you begin leading your horse off the path probably around 50 or so feet off the path with the rest of your party trailing behind you, you actually run into a large rock formation and you are unable to continue going in that direction. Well, we could try the other way. Hmm. Okay, let's backtrack. One more go. Head back to the path, and this time go in the other direction <laughs> around. Okay. 
this time you make it about 80 feet before you find yourself face to face with the rock formation. Damn it. Okay. Like blocking our way or just blocking our way in that direction? Like, like, like it's a hill. Like it's a cliff that goes up about 20 feet that your horses would not be able to climb. Hmm. Looks like we will be uh, encountering whatever it is that's there. Dead or alive. But it's just some boars, right? So it should be fine. Maybe. Um, I'll try to uh, keep uh, 80 feet from the path then. That's as far as we can go and guide us 150 feet forward. I assume we're all dismounted at this point, right? The Guiding horses. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I threw it out there, yeah. just to confirm. Okay. Uh, I'll say, Zeno, as you begin to lead the party forward, uh, the rock formation does begin to slowly curve to your right. Back to the path. Back towards the path. Yeah, I think... Gotta get ready to encounter whatever it is. Well... If it's just boars, and do be wary that it might be something else, but if it's just boars, I would be concerned about the horses, so I suggest when things start to run south, keep them at a safe distance. Besides you, Starflame, don't respond, don't be loud, we're being stealthy. <laughs> I shall try to be quiet. Thank you. If we get within 100 feet, I could actually go look with Willow. You, you've right. been within 100 feet basically the entire time. Oh. Fuck it then, I'll just go send Willow right to wherever they were and look through her eyes and see what she sees. Just have her go up into a tree nearby. Uh, she sees that same pack of boar that she saw before sitting in their exact same locations. Doesn't look like they've moved. Do I... Like, I'm looking through your eyes. Are they alive? Or do they, do they look like they're sleeping? Do they look like they've been slaughtered? Are they wandering around? Go ahead and make another perception check. And if you want, if you need that specific of details, I'm going to say she's going to have to get, like, really close to them. Yeah, she'd be, like, in the nearest tree, basically. Um, that's as close as I'm comfortable with her going. Okay. 20 again they don't look slaughtered they look as though they are intact but that's about all you can get as she is in a tree a decent distance away okay she comes back to me they are seemingly alive proceed with caution how many did I see six there are six I'll try to move quietly. It means we're slightly outnumbered. Maybe we could sneak past them. Yes, I prefer not to kill them if we don't have to. Just as a reminder, that would be uh, nine stealth rolls. 
<laughs> yeah, I was about to say it would be really hard with the horses. Yeah. I say we just yeah, try, just... but keep your eyes freaking peeled, okay? I mean, first sign of danger, we can just get Miss Fireball over there and be done with it, right? <laughs> that seems like a really great idea in the middle of the forest. <laughs> it's raining, come on. Seems, seems like a good idea in the cave, too. It, I didn't realize then how powerful it was going to be, okay? That's fine, I, I, I get I get. The DM smiles when the player learns something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are, are, we, are we approaching? Yeah. Why, the, why don't two of us stay at the back of the uh, lineup here with two horses each, and then the three of each? Three others can sort of head up the line, just so the horses aren't caught up at the front. I say we just go. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Nyx on this one. Me and you can head back if you want, because I think Finn and Zeno will be the most stealthy, but regardless of what happens, we're going to have to catch up and deal with it, so. Why are we concerned about boar? Excellent question, Zeno. What? Finn, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Finn's Zeno just... impression has gotten really good. It was. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright, let's go. Just keep your eyes peeled, okay? Yep. So we're we're all moving up to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we doing this in waves or all as one group? As a group, we're not splitting up. <laughs> yeah, as a group. Okay. Trying to be stealthy, I think. Uh, everyone go ahead and make stealth checks. Uh, Ezrin, make a dexterity check for Starflame. Everybody else, just roll a wow. D just roll a separate d20. I got 27. Oh, Starflame. Whoa, I actually got a 20. And 11 for my whore. <laughs> yeah. Not the, expect that. And the then it's people. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was muted for that, but yeah, I got a 16. Starflame got a natural one. <laughs> I got a 20 and a 12. Starflame's living up to your reputation. Okay, you guys actually all rolled really well. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Except uh, it, was, it, it, it was it was a it was a group check. So even with a natural one, you're doing okay. Starflame actually goes to like talk to you out loud, Ezrin, and he's he, you like see him like inhale to start talking, and you you are able to clamp down on his mouth quickly enough that he's not talking, and in your mind with your telepathic connection, you tell him to please be quiet. And he does not talk. So thanks. Thank the, the strength of your group checks for that. Thanks, associates. <laughs> <laughs> so you are able to come up into this small clearing where you do see a number of boar which seem to be lying on the ground. Can we now tell if they're alive? Moving up to them, they seem to be breathing. 
least okay. the ones closest to you. You don't see any blood or anything on the ground. Here's a thought. Because they're blocking our path, right? There's clearly no way around them. Yeah, you, you're, there... you're, you're, you, you have to go this way. This is the way forward. Let's let's think about this logically here. Do we have any way of scaring the absolute shit out of them and making them run away? Anybody have magical means of making loud boom sounds, illusions, anything like that? I can cast small illusions. I can use thaumaturgy. And cast command once on one animal, I should say. We could uh, get Zeno to create some sort of scary animal, like uh, you know, carnivore creature down here, and have uh, Nyx make some sort of loud roaring noise to scare the shit out of them. Maybe they'll run away. I don't know how. Uh, detailed your illusions can be Zemo. Mm. Not that big, I don't... I'll attempt to minor illusion a, a lion and see how it looks. <laughs> it's not oh, a geez. huge lion, but it's it's a smaller... <laughs> it's a... It, it's a, it's a medium-sized lion. And, and I will say that as you all are kind of talking over this quietly and looking over them, they... They're, they're not standing and, like, looking around. They're all lying down. I have a few thoughts. Um, while I do like your idea, Graffiti and Zeno, I think it's worth a shot. Um, have you noticed they're just lying there, almost like they're sleeping? I, I believe there's a spell that can do that. Um, it probably wouldn't hurt to check the area for traps. Wait, how close are we? Let's see. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, uh, use for bog magic to detect magic. Okay. Any, any blips? You don't get any blips on the boar. Um, you do get an unexpected blip graffiti from the scarf around Zeno's neck. <laughs> Something that you have never okay. noticed before. Okay. I'll just kind of give him a weird look. Why not just uh, try to skirt around them? If they're sleeping, maybe we can just go around them, give them to their to their sleep. Yes, I would like Xenor to look for traps first, though, because this is weird. I don't know why you're so paranoid, but okay. There's six sleeping boar in the middle of the afternoon, excuse me. Yeah, that does seem odd. I don't know boar's sleeping patterns, do you? I don't. Pretty sure they're not. I would assume they sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure they're not. Nocturnal. Yeah. Nocturnal like Willow over here. Yeah, she never sleeps. I've never seen Willow sleep during the day. <laughs> Does Willow sleep, Josh? I don't even know how that works. Is she like an actual owl? God damn I'm sorry for saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
does not need sleep. It's a fae spirit. I guess we just go back to Mirefall and we've come across the impenetrable boar. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, stealth around, see if I detect any traps, like, around the uh, path to the boar or this. Okay, make an investigation check. While he's doing that, I'm like a fucking furbog. Would I know <laughs> if if these animals would be sleeping in the middle of the day? Make, that's like a regular thing. Make a nature check. Uh, Got a 15. Yep, Zeno, you take a couple minutes and look over the paths. You don't see any traps or anything that would be dangerous. God, I have a one nature. You'd think I'd be do good at this. Six. <laughs> Fuck, of course not. Uh, you know that giant boar exists. Yeah, uh-huh. That's about it. I can see that. Jesus. All right, let's go. For, for the record, these these boar are probably about between half and three-quarter the size of your horses. They're fucking huge. We are on horses. We can outrun them if anything happens. Let's go. Why don't we just do that right now? Let's just take off as, as fast as these things will go and just run. I was about to ask if that's what we're actually doing. I thought we were going to try to stealth through without waking them. If you guys want to charge through. Let's just uh, Fuck them, man. try and skirt around them. Uh, I, I think we should sneak. I'm with Nyx on this one. And if they wake up, bolt. Yes. I mean, if we run, they're definitely going to chase us. Okay. <laughs> let's try. I don't think we're going to get lucky twice in a row, but okay. Let's do it. Okay. Wh which way are you guys going? How are you going through? I am pushing my horse around this direction. That's so close. They're, they're not, oh, wow. You guys can control your horses, so you can you can move them wherever you would like to go. And and before we get a. Uh before we get we're heading in this direction right yeah i'd stealth around like that like nix is saying before we leave i'm gonna say listen you see there's that choke with the two boars you were talking about riding through i suggest we group up around here mount and then just take off because we're not going to get past those two I'm like following right behind nix actually surprised she decided to lead <laughs> She's tired of waiting. <laughs> Finn, why aren't you on Starflame? <laughs> Finn fell off. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should go like up and then around and down. This feels like a bad idea going through these two guys. I'm just worried about that tree up there, but we can try it. I think it's now or never. Do you think, uh, Josh, would it? Is there enough room for like our horse's legs in between the boars or here if we went like diagonally? I would say that there's less room between the boars than there is between the tree and the rock. Okay. So I will start heading up then toward the tree and the rock. Okay. Nix, as you begin to move your horse in between that area, please roll a d20 for me. 
15. Okay, you are able to control your horse and lead Ooh. him or her through, because I don't know what gender it is. Her. Her. <laughs> Graffiti, please roll a d20. 11? Okay. It's a little skittish, but you're able to calmly lead him through. Ezrin, go ahead and roll a dexterity check for Starflame. Nice. Natural 20. Nice. As you are speaking with him, he is definitely beginning to respect you, and he very deftly makes it all the way through without issue. And Zeno, as you move through, please roll a d20. Let's hope this works, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Last one in. Nice. Lear team. Oh. Learning from me. Following the others, <laughs> Zeno carefully leads his horse through, and over the next minute or two, you have all navigated your way around the boars. Wow. Good call. Next to your stealth checks at the beginning, I let those stand, as long as you didn't screw up on the way through. <laughs> huh. Nice. You continue through the forest for the next few hours or so, and you eventually do reach dusk while you are still within the forest itself. Let's make a camp. Bye. Okay. Is there anything anyone would like to do with this camp? I'll just uh, use the, the waterproof stuff and uh, polish my new quarterstaff. Okay, you don't even have to roll for that. Just you just do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna intently um, try to train Starflame to not scream, kill them all inside city walls. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 is, he is receptive to this teaching. Anything else before folks head to bed? Who's keeping watch tonight? I, 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 I will. Yeah, two people just go ahead and roll perception checks for watches. I mean, if I'm up, Willow will be having advantage anyway. Okay, so just Willow roll and then someone else roll. 18. Just to make uh, Finn more suspicious, I'm going to stay up with Graffiti. <laughs> Natural 20, holy shit. Nice. <laughs> uh, you, you and Starflame actually have a pretty good conversation, Ezrin, and you're so jacked that you can't even fall asleep. And you just stay up and watch. Night goes by without a hitch. Next day comes, and the rainstorm has blown itself out. You are able to continue moving through. About mid-morning or so, you start to move through. As you're moving through, the trees do begin to thin. And eventually you are able to exit the forest. I am disappointed it felt homely in there. 
So we're what, like three days from Dusa at this point? Yep, you have about three days. And as you continue throughout... Do we have to go through Feldman before then? If you look on the map, you will notice that Feldman is not directly on the way to Dusa. Yeah, I just didn't know where the path... Uh, if it went, like, went through Feldman or went straight to the... Well, uh, we'll actually get to that in a second here. Um, so probably around noon the next day, after you've, or that same day that you've exited the forest, um, you do come to what appears to be a, la a rather large river. You can hear it before you see it. And as you approach, um, you do see a bridge that eventually spans this river. And looking across it, you do see uh, a number of members of the Iron Claw. How do you pronounce the name of that river, by the way? I keep wondering that. The one that starts with an O. <laughs> There's a lot of those, man. Lots of vowels. Oya'o. Oya'o. Killer tofu. <laughs> I mean, basically separate the O, the Y, and the I, the A, and you got it. Oya'o. Yeah. Alright. I put Ezrin in front, but whoever wants to be first can go first. I'll step out first. Yeah, as we get closer, I'll just say uh, good afternoon. Greetings, travelers. Are you here to use the bridge? Yes. Okay. Uh, just please approach one at a time. We'll collect your toll and let you on through. And uh, how much is the toll? Uh, it's three gold per person. Okay. Uh, I will just approach and I'll just pay it for everybody. Aww. Thank you very much. They open the gates. Thank you. Have a good day. They move out of the way. And is it the left path that we're going down? Once everyone's kind of over here, I'm going to have um, all of you make intelligence checks. So just go ahead and everybody make intelligence checks. Mm -hmm. Dur four. 20. Ah, <laughs> uh, six. 16. Wow. This is some oh. shitty rolls. Finn. <laughs> Another natural one lost for me. So as, as, <laughs> as you all um, are kind of debating which path to go, one of the members of the Iron Claw actually kind of says, right before Graffiti says, and he's like look, got the map in his hand, that way! And Graffiti is pointing this direction towards Dusa. And the Iron Claw says, yeah, uh, yeah if you take uh, the left-hand path, that's towards uh, Dusa in the capital. The right-hand path will take you over towards uh, Feldman and up in uh, towards uh, the mountains in the city of Cull. Gotcha. To do so. Alright. Ben gets off the horse and just runs. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Need a ride, Finn? 
So as you move over the Oyapo River and head towards Dusa, you move even further into that lush green valley and the hills become more rolling and for the most part now you are heading more downhill as you are heading in towards the speckled shores and the capital city. As you all begin to slow your pace and begin to camp for the night on your second evening, uh, I would like everyone to go ahead and please make a perception check. Do I get to use Willow or just me? Um, I'd just use you. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have used her for this. Ooh, eighteen. Hey, natural. Natural. One. Natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling real good today, man. Okay. Ezrin, Nyx, Finn, and Graffiti. It's everyone but Zeno who rolled a one. <laughs> um, as you are approaching and looking for a decent spot to camp, you've kind of found a, a, a spot that's really kind of flat and ideal for, to camp for the evening. And probably around 300 or so yards away, you do all of you kind of at the same time spot what looks to be a campfire come into existence. Hmm. The last time that happened, we saw a bunch of, of orcs. Yeah. Last time what happened? We saw a campfire outside of where we were camping. We found the, uh... Yes, that doesn't necessarily mean... One where? I don't look around for the campfire. <laughs> I, I know, I then, know. Then again, yes, that didn't... Bad taste Just, you know... It wasn't memories. How far away is it? About 300 yards. We could always go about a mile backtrack just to be safe and camp out. Hmm. It could be that group we saw in uh, Baywood. That was my thought, too. I heard they were going in the same direction toward Dusa. Well, if we decide to talk to them, I think um, Nick should take points because apparently I just want to kill everything. And he kind of looks over at Finn. <laughs> I can just send the willow. She's a freaking owl. They're not going to be suspicious of an owl. Yeah. But remember, you cannot look through her eyes outside of 100 feet. But she can communicate to me what she saw, right? Like if I just send her and say, go look at what's at the campfire and come back and tell me? Yes. Okay. But you don't get specific. Do uh, willow flies off and comes back and does report to you that there appears to be a group of people with horses sitting around the campfire. Any specific numbers? I mean, she would have seen the people in the tavern, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say you get numbers. There are five people and five horses. Hmm. I'll relay that to everybody. It might be the group we saw. Same amount of people. Same amount of people. Well, you heard some of their conversations, you know? Did they sound friendly? I'm not sure. Couldn't get much. Just know they're headed for Dusa for something. Hmm. They're just fellow travelers. Exactly what I was thinking. Fellow travelers. We could be friends, right? 
I mean, that's what we thought when those blood impersonated us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am not the most trusting of individuals. If the rest of you would like to go talk to them. Sorry, I am. Um, that, that joke was lost on you. Yes, uh, I think the best course of action would be to go talk to them, let them know that we're setting up camp, and then just keep an eye out tonight. If it is them, assuming. Well, let's uh, let's set up our own camp, and then maybe we can be like, hey, we're camping nearby, and hello. So they're aware that we're here, but not necessarily on friendly terms. Personally, I prefer to do this up front, but once again, it appears I've divulged to the party, so, or concede to the party. Excuse me. Matter to me, I just don't necessarily think we need permission to camp here. It's nice enough of us to uh, let them know we are. Yes, I suppose that's true. Getting gang-banged but by a bunch of orcs really does leave a scar on the soul, doesn't it? So set up camp here. Let's do it. Light the fire. Okay. You light your fire. You set up your camp. Are we doing anything? <laughs> I say we just stay here. If they want to approach us, we can just keep an eye out. We're going to do that anyway. Yes, yeah. let's see if we get a- approached again. Let's have someone a- approach us for once. I mean, that's what happened with the orcs. No, we split ourselves up with the orcs. Oh, right. Yes. We went and investigated and it didn't turn out well. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's just stick together. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stay here. Let's all investigate together. Uh, Josh. Yes, Finn. Is there anything we can do to take precaution of our stuff? Like, can we keep it close to us tonight? Like, I don't know if there's anything special that we can do. Sure. You you can do that. You, you, You can, you can, like... Do the the old camper thing and stuff stuff it into the bottom of your sleeping bag, then get in afterwards. Ah, <laughs> uh, this was easier for Finn than it was for me. Just everybody stay near the campfire. That's all. Stay huddled. I'll, st- I'll take first watch. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check. Is anyone joining next? 16. Why do you want to? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop pressuring me. <laughs> I'll join Fine. next. I'll keep watch. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Let's see go. I'm under enough pressure. Are you watching together, or is this first and second shift? We'll always uh, do it well, together. Yeah. Pairs, people. Pairs. Pairs. Okay. So go, go ahead and roll yourself, Zeno. 21. Okay. Nice. 
the two of you take first watch. It is peaceful. It is quiet outside of the sounds of animals around you. Your Most of your focus is centered towards that group, making sure that no one is coming towards you. You do see some movement around that campfire off in the distance, even late into the night, probably like two or three in the morning. But the figures never seem to get closer to you. Are you uh, doing all right, Dina? Yeah, I'm fine. Better now that we're moving away from uh, Ashore. Wonder about that. With everything that that happened in Meyerfall. Yeah, it was a lot. I was kind of worried about you. If you ever need to talk to anything, talk to anything here for you. Sure. I know a little bit about uh, being in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, I can imagine. Whatever you have to do, I'm, I'm willing to help you. Thank you. I... <laughs> Not entirely sure why you all decided to stick around with me, but I am very grateful that you have. You should be able to be with your daughter, so the faster we can get rid of that douchebag, better. <laughs> <laughs> Would be nice one day. But as long as she is safe, that's most important thing. I do wonder though, finding out that uh, Ezrin's a parent too, why is it that he's not with his kid? Yeah, I keep meaning to ask him about it. There just never seems to be the right time. Maybe soon we can ask him about it. answers it's hard for me to tell if he's serious about being an open book <laughs> <laughs> well I'm not one to judge anyone for withholding information sometimes things that we've been through or things that get us are hard to share trust I suppose it's true. Eventually your watch comes to a close. Who do you wake up for a second watch? Uh wake up Finn. And probably Ezrin so we can see in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> we have a campfire. Okay. The two of you go ahead and make perception checks. Nine. Is my disadvantage or? No, there's a fire, so you're fine. Between the two of you keeping watch, nothing seems to come towards your camp. You keep a pretty vigilant eye, making sure that no one comes to take your stuff. And eventually the next morning comes. 
and you are able to continue your journey with about two days left. Just at some point during the watch, I want to kind of... Hey, Finn, that whole silent treatment you gave graffiti, it's a nice touch. I liked it. I, I am a monk, after all. I can, I can go years without speaking. It was it was just amusing in the moment. No, I, I respect you, and I'm sorry if our, our discussion the other day about my goals disturbed you a bit. Um, it was right after a battle. I was still riled up, so please understand that I do want the best for this world. I do not believe it to be my world at all. Yeah, I understand that. It's just, I don't think everybody kind of seems like you were quick to fight them before they even did anything. Have you ever met a fucking hobgoblin? They're filth. They're disgusting. They deserve to be put down. You're doing it again. You get angry very easily. They will do it again. I'm telling you that. And how could you not blame yourself for something like that? You let them get away. And they robbed some man of all the gold he has and left his children to starve. I won't let that happen ever again. Is that something that happened to you? I don't know because they got away, Finn. What's the point? All I'm saying is you, you jumped pretty far pretty fast. Hey man, you're on the same horse I am. Talk me down if you have to. I'm sorry. I got this new sword. I was itching to fight. But I also know that hobgoblins... No. I will not allow them to push people around like that. Fair enough. And like I said, I'm, I'm just glad that you were on our side. Likewise, Finn. You still owe me a spar last time I checked. I'll say at this point the sun comes up. You all put out the fire, gather your things. In the early morning light, you begin to move on. And as you begin to get back on the road on your horses and pass where you saw that campfire the previous night, um, you do notice that those, the individuals are still there. And you actually can hear voices as you get closer. One seems to be yelling, How could you not have watched? You were supposed to stay awake. And the other is, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And this pseudo-argument seems to continue on as you trot past. About someone apparently having fallen asleep. Sounds familiar. <laughs> we didn't see them though. Uh, you, you you would be able to see them as you pass, and you do notice that it is the group from Baywood. <laughs> and the two individuals who are quarreling. My notes here, so I don't tell you the wrong thing. 
it looks to be um, the woman that you had noted, Nyx, the one that you thought was gorgeous, <laughs> and the dark-haired man. They were the ones quarreling. <laughs> if they notice us as we pass by, I'll just like awkwardly give them a wave. <laughs> there is actually um, a woman who returns your wave kind of like half-heartedly and gives you like a sorry about this kind of smile. I'll, I'll just return it like a yeah, been there. <laughs> we don't want to introduce ourselves. They seem like they're adventurers. We want to make friends. They also seem like they're in the middle of an argument or we can... Okay. <laughs> you guys nitpick over too many things. Let's just go. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Fellow adventurers, say hi, Starflame. Starflame <laughs> looks at you. Hi, and and at and at Starflame talking, the woman and the man who are arguing just kind of stop, and they're they're like they're like that cartoon where they're like in each other's face, hands animated, and they stop and kind of turn their head, and are just like mouth agape, staring. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't greet people with talking horses. Oh, it was funny, you know. The dark-haired woman who kind of has that jewel in the center of her head kind of shakes her hair and puts her hair back and kind of puts her hands in front. Uh, Good morning to all of you. How may I be of assistance to you this fine morning? Oh, no assistance. We just, um, we noticed the neighbor campfire in the night last night and decided we'd say hi and introduce ourselves. We are, uh... If you, you, was that you camping near us? Um, I suppose that you didn't have any issues with um, <clears throat> your things being taken, did you? <laughs> no, that's happened before. We actually took precautions um, last night. I'm sorry to hear. Did you? She is kind of giving a, a death stare at, at the man whose hair is black. Some, but no matter. We shall continue on. This shall be fine. Everything will work out just as it intends to. Now, please, let's get our things and go. And she's not really that talking to any excellent. of you. She's talking to her group. <laughs> and, and, and as her words, a lot of the people just start, like, getting their things together and, like, listening to her. Anyway, it was nice to uh, meet you all. We're known as Luck is the Draw, and your group is... They kind of look at you. You have a name that's corny. Isn't it? I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, we we don't have a name, the, the woman says. And uh, the young uh, human man who's in, in kind of like looks to be kind of like a lab coat actually kind of quickly steps forward and, and he kind of says, do, do you not understand who you're speaking with? I do not. Please introduce me. I'm sorry if I've... This is the great Alexandria Frost, inventaire extraordinaire. And and the, the, the woman kind of uh, puts, puts her head a little higher and puts her shoulders back. Alexandria Frost, you say? I haven't heard of you, but it sounds like your followers... You haven't heard of the mold dislodger machine, or the swift dust remover, or the blood siphoner doohickey, all her, all her inventions... Wow, that is impressive. Quite. 
However, I have currently given up my success in the household cleaning industry to go into a brand new field. And what might that be? Weapons, dear. Weapons. Oh. Think about it. There are always messes because people always try to kill each other. Soon I can have my footprint in both fields. It's fantastic. We just have to get to the capital and I'll find my mark somehow. What kind of weapons are you talking about? We could do some advertisement for you if they're worth our gold. She she kind of like looks back and forth between you and, and what looks to be her bag. Uh, maybe someday. Uh, I, I, I need to get all of us to the capital on schedule and then we will make our mark. Yes. I, I appreciate your assistance, young travelers. We are heading to Dusa ourselves, so perhaps we'll see you around. Oh, mm, most gracious. Uh, is, is there a, a particular place that you are, are looking to stay? Maybe we could run into each other again. We're not very familiar with the city, actually. Oh, you're not? It's our oh. first time. Is there anywhere you'd recommend? Well, that would depend um, what areas of the city you are able to get into. And what you can afford, apparently. <clears throat> Our prospects might have just taken a little bit of a hit, um, but we should uh, hope to be staying out of uh, the harbors, hopefully maybe getting into Mistro. Um, I, I, I would hope to end up staying at the Dapper Fire, but I really don't want to push my luck, so probably staying at, at one of the more lesser-end taverns. To start with, maybe, you know, the old gods or the tired priest. I really don't want to have to go into the harbors, but we'll see. We'll see when we get there. It will be fine. Everything will be fine. And she's speaking as though she's more trying to reassure herself <laughs> than anybody. Let's uh, maybe let our fellow travelers continue with their day. Yes, I'm sure it will be fine, Alexandria. Nice to meet you and safe travels to that right away. Uh, can I insight her whole, like, making cleaning supplies and then wanting to get into weapons background? <laughs> you most certainly can. It's a uh, 13. Okay. Seems very legit and very eager to be proud of what she has apparently done. Uh, it was the assistant who was talking about her accomplishments but she seemed to be accepting the praise. So it was either well-coordinated or true. Uh, do we, in fact, have all of our possessions? You do. <laughs> Just want to make sure. From the yelling and the argument that you, from, from uh, when you were approaching, you gather that um, the dark-haired man fell asleep last night, and thus they had some of their belongings taken. Makes a setting. Stone's missing again. Maybe they should sleep in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from the best. <laughs> Let's go. Alright. Over the next couple of days, you continue to head down into the Viridian Valley, sloping hills, rivers, small little channels meeting up, and meeting bigger and bigger forks. And eventually, you do start to get into the speckled shores. And moving down off of the mainland, uh, in the distance, you can eventually see the capital 
and uh, enters the center of the capital and in the far, far distance, uh, the southern seas. Bridges span the water between the mainland and the island that the, that the capital sits upon. It seems as if this city has existed for hundreds of years and the scenery has simply sprouted up around it. Trees, ferns, green everywhere as far as you can see outside of the actual houses and buildings itself. Uh, off to the west, several large hills dominate the surrounding islands. In the actual silhouette of the city, you see two prominent castles, what it looks like, both made of what looks to be blue marble. You begin to pass more homesteads, villages, as you journey toward the gates. And you move towards what you uh, quickly learn to be the east gate of the city, so on the far eastern side. And as you approach, there look to be ten or so guards in the area, with four standing atop the parapet. And that's where we'll go ahead and end the session.